Blog Talk Radio. Use the 
Kobe thrown off, then he's Olaf. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools, even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. For everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Done, and it blew me away 
with just the um, plethora of information, the plethora of information. You know, it was it was so much that was being said in preparation for what it is that we see today, because um, the events that are transpiring today and the atmosphere that is um, surrounding us today has been manipulated. This atmosphere has been created, and it was properly forecasted about a year ago, a year and a few months ago, okay? So tonight, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be spending some time, and we're going to uh, be addressing what it is that's going on right now in um, this Trayvon Martin case, the factors, not the case, the factors, okay? Not the case. We're going to talk about the case, but we're going to get deeper into the factors because it's bigger than the case at this point, unfortunately. Okay? Unfortunately. It's gonna it's, it's, it's a lot bigger than a regular simple case of a trial where they are determining, you know, the guilt or the non-guilt of an assailant and the victim of the trial being um, mourned, you know, for losing his or her life. It's so much bigger than that. So that's what we're going to get into tonight, okay? Um, let me go and see if my co-host is in the building. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, hold on a minute. Let me go ahead and go to my other, to the two, the three, four, seven, two, seven, three. Hello? Peace. Peace, Lord. Peace, Allah. What's good with you, man? See you in yours. Yes, sir. (laughs) I don't know how you're pulling this one, though. I'm on the tarmac. Um, They have a, a, they have a problem with their indicator that reads what the fuel gauge is. Yeah. So they said that they have to replace a computer on board, you know what I'm saying? So you're you know Well that's the block talk guards working. Making sure very that you can receive Yes, yes. That's the that's the blog talk guards making sure that you was in the building for tonight's yeah, show. But let yeah. me go ahead. But before I even go ahead, let me allow you to um share anything that you have to share with the family tonight. Because you are a distinguished guest tonight. Yeah. Peace to you and yours, family. Welcome to Know The Ledge Radio. This is your co-co-host, <laughs> Brother Blue Pill. All right? And I'm just chilling. Um, I actually did get a chance uh, to see the closing arguments by the okay. prosecution. And I saw... Some of the arguments by the defense, and I haven't seen too much outside of that other than clips and stuff, you know, that circulate online. I don't have a TV. Thank God, you know. Well, you, in some ways, may be lucky that you don't have a TV, okay? There may be a benefit. Yes. Thank Allah. God, Yahweh, and all of the other deities that have allowed this brother and other people to not have a TV. Because what has been transpiring via um, the television, telling lies to your vision, 
has been a very intricate psych ops operation. Psych ops being short for psychological operation. And um, they basically have washed the people up, you know what I mean? And I say that to say that they've successfully done the job ever since last year. We have to remember um, this is one of the, this is a rare case because it's rare in 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 its in its effect on people. I mainly say that because the trial, or rather, the um, beginning of this trial, has reawakened a dormant emotionalism that the people had approximately a year and a few months ago. Because as I as I listened to the first show that we did, the Trayvon Martin factor. It reminds me of how uh, of how high the, emotion. the emotions were. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It reminds yeah. me of how it much energy. Yeah. Yes, it was at a fever, feverish pitch, and the emotionalism of melanated people were invested in that whole situation. But then something happened. What happened? Why did it just disappear? And when it disappeared, family, where did it go? Okay? It didn't go anywhere because, lo and behold, these magicians, these social engineers, these the, manedi- the media manipulators, the propagandists, okay, the social science, the political scientists, they were able to reinvigorate and reincarnate the same feelings that everybody that lay dormant in people's soul. Now they back, strumming the string. You know what I mean? Strumming the strings of your emotions, pulling on the strings of the emotions of people around the world at this point. Based off of a case, mind you, that, and I'm not downplaying the significance of the case, but there is a child being murdered every minute in america and every other and every other 5 minutes chances are that that's a melanated child okay and that there are tons of trials that are taking place all over the judicial system that are seeking uh justice and um you know remedy for people who have been unjustly you know either murdered or harmed or molested but mm-hmm. this case takes on a, a special meaning. It takes on a more broader aspect and a more broader context. That's what we're gonna we're gonna speak speaking about that and a few other things tonight. Okay, we're gonna uncover a lot of things that have been taking place. But before we even do that, I want to go ahead and open up the line for our brother, the Cosmophysics. All right, Cosmophysician Ra Aku, call it from the five one six. Eight eight one, peace to the God. I didn't want to wait too long before I opened up your line. I figured you had something to say. Yeah, peace, Lord, peace, everybody. KT, peace, the whole family. Peace, God. Um, I've been watching this case and following this case for a while. You know, I looked at the the birth charts of the two, and as usual, whenever you get a murder beef, it looks like a marriage. You know, because all life. Transference is meant to be That's what I believe Part of yes. these claims If y'all can hear them 
all right? But um, when we look at the brother uh, 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 Zimmerman's shot, he's in deep shadow return right now. So mm. he's not expected. He's not expected to come up out for this. And if he does, Saturn, that Saturn return is gonna manifest regardless of whom or what. But uh, looking at the looking at the uh, uh, birth chart, he's in a he's in a jam right now in his life. You know, if I didn't know him or know the circumstances surrounding him, and I looked at his chart, just by virtue of the fact that he's deep in Saturn return, tells me he's going, he's having a hard way to go. Life is giving him a real hard way. So even if he was to beat the charge, his life is going to be, like, miserable for the next couple of years, of, you know? Of course. He's going to live in yeah. fear. Yeah. He's going to be a gonna puppet be as well. He's going to be whether he gets found guilty or, whether he gets found guilty or not, because... As was mentioned to me earlier this week, his life is a trophy right now. You know? He is he is he is the most sought after sacrifice. He's the most requested sacrifice at this moment. His sacrifice will feed a God or the gods in ways that many others won't. Yeah, I concur with just that based, idea. Just yeah, just based on the energy and based on what it has been invested in in him per se as a as a you know, and his guilt in so many ways has already been um it's been decided. You know, well, the I more think, I follow I the think, case I think that that the fact that uh uh what what was mentioned a few minutes ago, I don't know who said it. The fact that this is just one of many occurring in this country, just one of many that even receive media hype, is, you know, some need to be done about this. Whenever there is a, a, a special circumstance surrounding uh, state employees, for example, like, you know, it's worse if you, if you kill or assault a, a, a public worker like a bus driver or a police officer. It should be the same thing for children, man. You know, yeah, and, right. and particularly hate crimes. You know, that's what I feel. You know, really, these I believe, people yeah. don't deserve to go to. They don't go. They don't deserve to go to prison. They deserve to get what what they got coming to them out here. But you know, as it is, we lock those people up and we send them to prison. So, and being that that is the case, whenever there's a situation involving a child of any ethnicity, it should be treated special. You know. And they're not, and they're not really doing this, you know. They're treating him like he's just anybody that just got killed, and you know he was a minor. That should be taken into consideration, brother. Well, right. they're they're not even. George Zimmerman is not on trial. Trayvon Martin is on trial. Yeah. Okay. They are they they are putting a a, a they're putting a corpse, they're putting a brother who is you know. They're, they're painting him as he can't even speak for himself. He can't even defend his great. honor. So what they've done is they've given the benefit of doubt, which they'll never do in any case of between either one of us. But they've gave the benefit of doubt to the assailant, to the murderer. Okay, to so the only one. There's two people that didn't know what happened that night, and one of them is dead. 
So they're yeah. allowing the one who is responsible for the death of that person to tell the story and say, no, that's not how it went. This is how it went. He jumped out of the bushes, but they don't show you any bushes. Yeah, no, there any there weren't any bushes. Uh, of any bushes in his clothes, no DNA evidence of him being attacked, none of that. You know, it was. It, it should was, be an open and shut case. If any one of us in that situation, the jury would have been done. You, you know, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even have gone on this long. So when when you begin to see those, when you begin to see the um, the fact that there's something. That it's an open and shut case when we all realize, hold on, we watch CSI and we watch all of these other law programs. We know that it, it even it, it shouldn't have even gone this far. So it begins. So you have to begin to think: Is there an ulterior motive involved? Is there a factor that is it? Definitely, the fact that he's a judge's son. Man, we're gonna see that. We're gonna see that. We're gonna get lenient. He's gonna get lenient just to, just just by virtue of the fact that he is genetically connected to the hierarchy. You know, we've seen that a million times. Ain't no different. Ain't gonna be no different here. You know, even if they find him guilty, I ain't got him getting matched. You know, just by virtue of the fact that his family is, is connected in this government. Exactly in the judicial system, which has been proven to be crooked in itself. Okay, a colorful system that doesn't deal with justice. No, I never all did. Right? It's all about commerce, man. It's all about commerce, and it's all about manipulation. But um, you know, we we got some points that we want to point. We we got some uh, points that we want to build on tonight. You know what I mean? And we have some um, information that we want to share with the family that they may not be privy to. You know what I'm saying? Because there are a lot of factors that popped up when I began to do the research. Something told me the other day, go in a little bit further and go look into this case. And I began digging. And some of the information that I pulled up is very interesting. Very interesting. So... You know, we're going to deal with that. Let me see real quick if my co-host is on the, um, KT is in the building. Let me see, uh, I'm about to go to the studio real quick. Let me check this out. Blue, you still with us? Yes, indeed. Still here. Okay. All right, bro. Find this studio. All right. All right. Without any further ado, Raku. Hey. Can you can you put your phone on mute for a minute? Cause we get a little feedback from the background. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, brother. All right. So we're gonna go to our co-host for the night. Caller KT from the four zero four four nine two. Peace. Peace, peace. Peace to the God. What's up, what's up, Double Edge Radio? How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, man, you know, we here, man, all is well. Peace, KG. What's the deal? How are you? Deal, people. Good, I'm good. I'm up here in Atlanta for real down here, man. It's been raining nonstop for about three weeks. 
Yeah, what's wow. that about? I heard y'all going to a baby deluge. Well, we in Atlantis, and y'all called me the art degree, so I got about two of every animal knocking on my door right now. <laughs> they like, son, I heard the ark lives here. <laughs> so, you know, just getting ready. Just getting ready. I mean, my son's name is Kalel. I'm Jorel, and Russell Crowe's next movie is Noah's Ark. So, you know, life imitates art, art imitates life. So I'm just getting ready, I guess. There you go. There you go, you know, young you know, man. But, but now well, I hear y'all, man. I hear y'all dropping it. I hear y'all dropping it on there. I mean, the the reality, the reality of the situation goes is Bill Riley, you know, made his statement. You know, the the crime and the problem with America right now is the young black youth. That's where all the violence is coming from. So they, you know, they're they're tarnishing, they're tarnishing the future. You know what I mean, I always sure say this. Exactly, this trial. Unfortunately, and I don't want to upset anybody by saying that, you know, by saying this, that I'm creating a, a reality or I'm giving them the power or things of that nature. No, I'm just forecasting what it is that I see because, you know, when I see propaganda and when I see uh, social engineering taking place before me through the use of the media, which is a tool you know, it's a true, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tool. It's a tool of war and deception. Um, I've never seen a trial where they put the murder victim on trial. Okay, <laughs> and it's a wake up call for everybody that was running around saying that you know, oh no, because Barack Obama is our president all of a sudden that his election fixed everything dealing with race. Okay? <laughs> Even though race I mean, I'm I'm not gonna jump ahead of myself, but there has there hasn't been anybody or anything to That's address a colorful race. Term, bro. That's a colorable term, exactly. But what I'm saying is by the manipulation of the media bringing up something such as race, which is a colorable term and, 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 and isn't necessarily the cornerstone to our issues, okay? It's more about our birthright. It's more about us getting back the resources of the land and things of that nature. It's more about, um, you know, the usurping of of, of this land and of the throne, okay? It's more about putting Hiram Abiff to sleep, putting him putting him in that shallow grave, hitting him over the head, okay? It's more about, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just deeper than just what they try to paint it as. And what I'm saying is right. Trayvon but Martin. Many, many of people... Um perceive it to be so and they subscribe to that particular reality. You know, That's they what I'm are saying. interested in the matrix and they live a life that is um designated by colorful terms. You know what I'm saying? Such as race, such as black and white and minorities and majorities. Yeah. So Indeed, indeed. And that's gonna play out while while yeah, while we know what's quote unquote right and exact, you know, 
fact remains that um, that's still the engine. You know what I'm saying? They pretty much got this thing wrapped up and is about to push it and, and put it somewhere that it may not be able to come back from. Now, how's that for an illusion? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And people start well, let's get and into it. Blood, how fake is it? So, Indeed. No, no, I, I feel you on that. But I want to get into the factors that have made this trial bigger than just a regular murder trial or bigger than a regular manslaughter or whatever the charge is that they're trying to put on him. This family is a mass ritual being perpetuated by the... Um, and I, when I say the powers that be, I don't want to make it seem like it's a room of people, you know, smoking Cohibas with their feet up, you know what I mean? Talking about, you know, with with the unseen hand and whatnot. There's there's energies that are at play. There there are factors that are at play that actually, you know, push and turn the hands of time and actually you know what I mean? Like they they they, they there's just factors that are at play. I can't necessarily say who's the ones that are behind these factors, but I know that a lot of things, when I go into this case and I look at it, it just doesn't make any sense. This is something that you just can't make up. These are, it's, not, it's beyond coincidence at this point. It's speaking to right. us symbolically, spiritually, it's speaking to us. There's something about this case that is saying, look, we are going to invest we're going to use this case to to completely encapsulate the emotionalism of millions of people. It's not just a black thing. Millions of people around the world. When there was, mind you, 50 people got shot in Chicago last week, okay? 50 mm. people got shot in Chicago last week. 20-some-odd people got shot in New York over the 4th of um, not the 4th of July weekend, the Memorial Day weekend. There have been mass shootouts involving melanated youth. There have also been situations where the police have been, you know, accused of taking the life of many innocent young black men, both young and old, women and men as well. None of these cases receive the amount of attention and media coverage and analysis. You have to think about the analysis that they bring on the quote-unquote, um, you know, commentary. the commentary, the talking heads who represent the Hegelian dialect. That they don't Energy, represent man. the voice of reason. They don't represent the voice of wisdom or intelligence, okay? They're not bringing on people that you are comfortable with and people that you know speak for your mindset or your consciousness, they're bringing on the talking heads, or the pundits, and they are dealing with the Hegelian dialect. All right, you over there in Chicago, you're going to say that it's not right. You guys over there in New York, you're going to say that it is right. And I'm over here in the middle, and I'm going to come with the, um, with the, with the neutral, I'm going to neutralize all of those arguments and still cast doubt. Okay. Psych ops, all right. Energy, so let's man. just begin. Let's let's just let's just get right into this trial. Let's let's dissect this trial and talk about the factors that are taking place that are raising eyebrows and saying and and and, and speaking to me to say that this is bigger than just a regular trial. 
okay? But, like I said, we're going to do this void of emotionalism. I'm very passionate about certain things, but I'm going to do my best to, to present the information the way that it needs to be presented. And that's void of emotion, you know what I mean, and straight facts, just facts, okay? So, as we begin, one of the most um, revealing pieces of evidence that popped up the minute you begin to do the research is the fact that and, and and to perpetuate the claim of ritual, because I'm going to prove to you tonight what a ritual is and how this can qualify as a grand ritual. Case in point, this young man was killed in an area called Sanford, Florida, correct? So, yes, indeed. When I when I hear something, you know, about people dying in certain cities and whatnot, I really don't pay attention to it. But when I begin to see what is being done to beat on certain drums, you know what I mean? I be I begin to take notice and say, All right, let me do the knowledge about because Ross Ben teaches you about the grid, we learning about geodetics, you know what I mean, we learn about ley lines and all of that. So I was like, Cool, let me go and do the history on Sanford, Florida. Boom. So the minute I go and do the research on Sanford, Florida, it says Sanford is a city in the central region of the U.S. state of Florida. It is the county seat of Seminole County. Okay? I'm going to say, I'm going to repeat that again. It is the county seat of Seminole County. As of the 2010 U.S. Census, the city had a population of 53,570,000. Known as the historic waterfront gateway, City Sanford sits on the southern shore of Lake Monroe at the head of navigation of the St. John's River. Native Americans first settled in the area thousands of years before the city was formed. The Seminoles would arrive in the area in the 18th century. During the Second Seminole War in 1836, the United States Army established Camp Monroe and built the road that is currently known as Mellonville Avenue. The city sits approximately 20 miles northeast of Orlando. Okay? The city sits approximately 20 miles northeast of Orlando. All right? So it's saying that earlier in the history of Sanford, which is in the town of Seminole, right, these people had... Altercations with the tribe of Indians that they've never defeated, and that's the Seminoles. There were three wars that took place: Seminole Wars one, two, and three, where the Seminoles were victorious in all three of their encounters. The Seminoles, correct? The Seminoles put that work in. They put that work in, which would be very reminiscent of a Django. Hmm. Okay. Remember that movie, family? Yeah. A Django, you would think. And as a result of, you know, them not being able to defeat the Seminoles, there were a lot of, you know, treaties that were signed and things of that nature, and they basically were allowing the Seminoles to have certain lands. But eventually they ran them off of the land, and now they formed cities like the city of Sanford and things like that. But the spirit of the ancestors, that spirit, that spirit of the Seminoles 
is directly on that piece of land right there. That crop of, you know, the, the acreage of the land is Sanford County. That is the ground zero to the Seminole Wars. Okay? Now, more back history on Sanford County. Spanish Franciscan friars first visited the Mayaca, and that's the tribe that is known that was known for living in um, Sanford County. The chief of the Mayaca had been converted to Christianity by 1597, but a mission, San Salvador de Mayaca, was not established until later. The mission is not mentioned in Spanish records for most of the 17th century. Missionary activity resumed again by 1680 at Anacape in Mayaca. All right, let me run through that. Basically, it's just saying that the inhabitants of that land were converted by Christian friars, okay? Case in point, Jesuits, all right? Now, I'm bringing this factor up because it ties directly into what we're speaking about when we talk about who George Zimmerman is. George Zimmerman is a Spanish Jew, okay? Ironically enough, the Spanish Jews are the ones, when you do the history of the Moors, the Spanish Jews are the ones who replace the Moors when the Moors, during the capitulation of the Moors and during the exodus of the Moors and the Sephardic Jews. Now, the Sephardic Jews were African Jews who got ran out of Spain, ran out of Portugal, ran out of America, hunted down on the Cape, in, 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 on the shores of Africa, Cape Verde, and things of that nature, and also hunted down in the lands of America. Okay? So the Spanish Jew, who has always been a gentry, a Roman gentry, uh, basically the sword of the Jesuits, the sword of the church, used to be the Spanish Jew. They were the ones that used to carry out a lot of the, um, they were carrying out a lot of the um, the gentry work. They were collecting taxes, and they were also the ones responsible for taking over the monetary systems and things like that when the Moors were disposed of. Okay, so this Spanish Jew who they're trying to paint to the to the uninitiated as a white boy, all right, George Zimmerman, he's not a, a card carrying Caucasian. He's a Spanish Jew, and that's a colorable term, but it's speaking about the Jew who was under the um, control of the Roman Catholic Church or the Jesuits, basically, you know what I'm saying? The Spanish Jew, the usurper of the Moorish throne. Okay, and I'm currently in Miami. That's why a lot of this information, I've been channeling a lot of this information. I'm in Florida. I was here last year when the incident was taking place, so I've been able to, you know, personally tap into this energy. And I see what's being done because I see how people around me are beginning to change. They're being manipulated. They're, the propaganda is actually taking place in front of my eyes. I'm seeing it. I'm in an elevator with these Spaniards. They won't even look me in my face right now. They're scared. Okay? But we're dealing with a trial that it's in front of the world right now. They are not dealing with Zimmerman. They are dealing with the right. They are negotiating the right or the will to kill niggas. Okay? 
that little boy Trayvon Martin has become a symbol to all of the little black children in America at this point. Look at what he's wearing. He got the Hollister T-shirt on. Okay, everybody, all of the all of the youth are wearing that. That is, we're talking about logos at this point and symbols. You know what I mean? We're talking about things that tie in the the archetypes, you know archetypes, right? Archetypes, archetypes. The, the, the hood. The prototypical. He is a prototype. They have created a right. sacrifice. They've created a prototype in the form of a sacrifice. Remember, family, we don't have martyrs anymore. Okay? We don't have martyrs anymore in our community. We have sacrifices. We have sacrificial sacrifices. We have, uh, we have people that belong to the, to the priesthood of victimhood. Okay? All of our martyrs that they've given us, in the last 20 years, have been victims. Martyrs are people like Fred Hampton. Martyrs are Malcolm X. Martyrs are Martin Luther King, okay? The people that they fed you ever since the great leaders have been martyrdomed have not been martyrs. They've been victims of police brutality and racism and things of that nature. The Atlanta child murders. The Atlanta, the Atlanta child murders. Rodney King. In our generation, it started with Yusef Hawkins. Okay, Sean Bell, Amadou Michael Diallo, Stewart. these, Michael Stewart. These are Eleanor not Bumper. Eleanor Bumpers. Okay, they were never martyrs, though. Okay, they, 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 this is not the Panthers in a shootout with the fucking with the pigs of um you know what I mean of like uh, uh um what's that place um where they from Oakland. out there in California Oklahoma oh, Oakland okay. this is not a shootout with the Oakland Police Department family these are victims. These are victims of police brutality. These are victims of what they deemed racism, okay? And in the majority of these cases, there's a there, there's one there's there's, there's always um uh I'm I'm thinking of the word. There's always a a a similar meme, and that's Al Sharpton, family. That's Reverend Al Sharpton. So oh, these are rituals. They are bringing in the one who, the one who basically is chosen to, um, you know, initiate the the ritual is the Reverend, all right, the the Reverend Al Sharpton, okay, he's the nigger preacher that they use to initiate all of these different martyrs or these victims and whatnot. These are basically being utilized to induce fear to induce cowardice, to induce all kind of negative emotions amongst our people. It's, none of these cases will elicit any kind of courage, bravery, you know what I mean? Because these people didn't die for the causes that we are all basically willing to die for. These people were victimized. They were sacrificed. Right. Trayvon Martin is an addition to the long list of sacrificial lambs in our community that they have used as examples and basically archetypes to put our people in perpetual fear.
They've been doing this. And mind you, remember, this murder occurred in February 2012, one month exactly after the new year of 2012. Um, didn't Willie Lynch talk about the 300-year spell and things of that nature, about it culminating in 2012? But in 2012, they set off the whole calendar year with the energy of the collective consciousness of melanated people being in fear and mourning and marching and demanding the rights to a young black child that was murdered by George Zimmerman. They wasn't right. even marching for him to be convicted. They was just marching for him to be arrested. Do you remember that? This this people had to march and the FBI had to intervene. It took forty four days, man. Come on, B. The people had to march and, and and intervene just for them to convict him, just for him to get indicted. No, 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 no. Do you know how easily they will indict our babies? Uh, they indict our babies around the world for anything. Anything. So let's go back to Sanford real quick. I want to just touch on a few things with Sanford and then go into the night of the ritual and why is, what is the significance about the night? What is the significance about the day that it happens that nobody is really paying attention to? You, you dig what I'm saying? Why is this never brought up? Okay? Right. Now, another, another, another thing about Sanford to give you an idea about the mind state of this piece of um you know this 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 this, this um town or this city is in the movie 47 with Jackie Robinson right it was the town of Sanford Florida they would not uh, the mayor of Sanford Florida confronted and he had a large group of white residents and they demanded that Jackie Robinson get ran out of town Okay, they ran Jackie Robinson out of there, Sanford, Florida, because that was the training ground for the um for the um who was it the Dodgers? Yeah, yeah, the Dodgers. Okay, so they sent him to stay in Daytona Beach. They ran him out of there and sent him to Daytona's beach. Okay, so I, I remember the family. Do you remember when I said earlier that Sanford? Okay. The Sanford sits approximately 20 miles northeast of Orlando. What was taking place in Orlando approximately the same time that George Zimmerman was murdering Trayvon Martin, might you ask? Well, coincidentally, this not later on that night, not the day before, not earlier that morning, Trayvon Martin is pronounced dead at 7.30. The All-Star game for 2012 starts at 7.30 in Orlando, Florida, family. Okay? The same time. So... The NBA All-Star Game 
2012 Orlando. Google it. February 26. Okay, on February 26, 2012, the National Basketball Association were conducting the All-Star Series. Okay, and it was taking place right there, back to the grid. We're talking about the grid family, geomancy, geodetics. The grid had a contingency of melanated people, right, who are vibrating on a very high frequency, mind you, when they come together as a group. On inside of Orlando, Florida, at the All-Star Game, while young Trayvon Martin was going to 7-Eleven to get some snacks to prepare him to go back home to his father's house to watch the game. Mm-hmm. George Zimmerman is in a he's, he 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 leaves his house in a jeep, right? He goes right. he comes out of the crib in a jeep with a burner on him. He's off duty that night though. He's not working that night. He's not even neighborhood watch that night. So he's an mm-hmm. off duty neighborhood watcher, right? Who said that. He saw somebody acting suspiciously, dodging through buildings or cutting through buildings on the way back from the store. And it was raining, mind you. But he said that he looked suspicious because he had a hood on. But it was raining, okay? Nobody talks about that. It was raining. And he said that the boy looked suspicious and he was dodging through houses, but the witness came forth and said that he was on the phone with her. Huh? How could you be, how could I, have you ever spoken on the phone, speaking to another, to a female about, you know, just random things on the way home from the store? You're carrying a bag in your hand, so you have a Skittles and you have um, an Arizona. Either it's in the bag or you're carrying it in one hand. Then you're on the phone in the other hand. How the hell can you look suspicious? So what they're doing is, back to what I was saying, that every single young, melanated, Moorish, African, African-American, you name it, whatever, Negro, black, and colored, they are putting them on trial. They have been on trial for the past few weeks in the eyes of the world. And these Caucasians are basically arguing, what are the stipulations what is the stipulations in 2013 that we have to follow to kill a nigga? Come on, man. What the hell is going on right here? They're saying that if he never jumped out of the bush, if he never confronted somebody who was hunting him down, has anybody ever been followed in a Jeep before? Late at night? And don't know who's following you? What would you what would you do? So they're saying that he followed him in the Jeep and Trayvon Martin was in the bushes waiting for him. 
But when you look at images, when you pull up, you could even pull it up on Google Map, or you could pull up the evidence on online. And when you look at the blueprint of the bushes of that complex, which happens to be named Twin Lakes, right? Twin Lakes, go figure. When you go and look at the blueprint of Twin Lakes, there is no bushes in the area where he said the Trayvon Martin supposed to have jumped out of the bushes. Okay. Now, I listen to the nine the the, the nine one one tapes. I don't know who anybody that's listening to the show tonight. And mind you, this dissertation that I'm doing tonight is the skeleton and the framework for something that's coming forth that's going to be visual, because I will not allow. The babies. I will not allow our people to go forth into into life and not realize what has happened with this case. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna allow this information that I have to just go to fall by the wayside. The babies need this. They need to know what's going on right now. They need to understand that this shit is Hunger Games. That you got the government right arguing in front of the world. The 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 um you know because. I never seen a prosecution that reminds me of a goddamn paid att- um, 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 a legal aid, and I never saw a defense that reminds me of a prosecution so much in a case like this. The defense is moving like the prosecution, and the prosecution is moving. They, they, they're super lame. So we're going to show that this trial has nothing to do with the guilt of George Zimmerman rather than what is the guilt of Trayvon Martin, okay? What did he do wrong that 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 that, that made him, you know what I'm saying, that America is saying that, no, you deserved what you got because you should have never did anything. You should have never put your hands on George Zimmerman. You should have never attacked that man who was following you and making you feel nervous and making you feel creeped out to the fact that to the point where you had to tell that girl on the phone that that man reminds you of a creepy ass cracker, and we all know what a creepy ass cracker looks like, okay? And it's not a far fetched, um, it's not a far fetched statement because we're talking about Sanford County family, we're talking about Seminole County family, we're talking about the South where our babies. As much as, you know, our, our, all the way up into our grandparents, our great-grandparents, they know what a creepy cracker is. They know what a creepy-ass cracker is about because that shit still exists. And it just, and, and, and it, it, you know, people was, the strange fruit was swinging from trees a few decades ago. It's, it's, it's you know what I mean? Like, why not? So they're making you feel guilty. They're trying to make the um the public or the populace feel somewhat of a, um, a level of guilt for even saying the word cracker. There's so many factors in this whole trial, B. Like, it, it's, it's incredible what they're able to pull out of the hat with this thing right here. So, back to this whole thing about the All-Star game. Now, as we know, some of our most revered and exalted melanated human beings on this planet are basketball players. Um, we just previously 
were privy to the ritual of, you know, admonishing and exalting basketball players with this whole Heat and Spurs series that just took place in the lovely city of Miami, all right? I know it wasn't that long ago to where we will forget the fact that the way that they were treating these brothers who just won the NBA championship was akin to uh, President Obama winning the election. They were heralded and they were exalted and they were treated like gods, okay? Hercules, Herules. So that energy is powerful. I said it myself. I don't think that the kind of ticket tape and um, the, the, the pots and pans kind of parade that I saw the night that the Heat won out here in Miami, I walked over there and caught footage of it. I said to myself that even if the Moors were to win their sovereignty and overthrow the government and get their own piece of land in their own country or their own government going, I don't even think the people would be in the streets partying like that the way that they were for the heat. The energy was on 10, okay? They elicit a certain kind of energy from our people because they see them as gods, the same way that many of these rap artists are seen as gods as well. They resonate a certain kind of energy. So... All-Star game in Orlando, all of these basketball players come. This is not the finals. This is the All-Star game. So the the level of energy that's being solicited by these people is enormous, okay? Let's not talk about the sexual energy that's present. Let's not talk about the kind of commerce, the energy of currency that's present with all of the ballers and the willies and everybody coming out there to spend their last. All right, let's not forget the fact that the Orlando basketball team in Orlando is known as the Orlando Magic, okay? Let's not forsake the fact that we're talking about Disney World, all right? A lot of magic, a lot of illusion, a lot of spells being casted. This is an Orlando family. So anybody that's familiar with rituals, okay? Anybody who's ever cut their teeth in the world of sacrifices and rituals, the left-hand path, the Luciferians, the Satanists, you know, the KKK, okay? Because when we speak about the occult, when we speak about the Satanists, I don't ever want the family to be you know, so far removed that we can't basically, you know, come to the conclusion that people who put white hoods on their head call themselves the Ku Klux Klan, those were some of the most prominent Satanists in the history of America, especially for many of the rituals that they've committed, all right? Those rituals that they were carrying out throughout the ages, throughout the, the, um, the lynching era, those were prominent Many of those people that were being um, sacrificed and ritualistically murdered were prominent people in their community. Did you know that? Okay. Did you do, do you know the power of sacrificing a prominent person that's very you know powerful in a community? Like like do you know the power that's behind that? I mean, there's power in sacrificing a damn chicken or rooster. So imagine what's the, what's the power in sacrificing another human being, especially another human being who may be totally, you know, um, would, would, would be seen as um, your adversary, 
okay? Somebody that the gods that you're feeding, they want that person to be sacrificed. So in the realm of sacrifice, you know, or in the realm of ritualistic killings, you would always do a ritual in an area that's charged to the highest degree by the inhabitants of that area. Case in point, the all-star game. If anybody ever wanted to do anything against, quote-unquote, black people, they would do it during the Super Bowl, the time that the Super Bowl is popping, or they would do it during the time of the all-star game because that is one of or, or the BET Awards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because those are the those are guaranteed times in in um in in um in the calendar of black America those two different times the Super Bowl weekend um the uh All Star weekend the Essence Festival okay that I was a participant in um New Orleans the year of Katrina I was a participant in the Essence Festival the year that Katrina struck New Orleans um the Fourth of July weekend is the Essence Festival Hello. Uh, Hello? Hi. Yes, hello? Hello? Yeah, give me a second. I'm going to call you right back. All right? Plug me in when I call back. All right. And, um, you know, in order to tap in to the most powerful, you know, to, to the time where we are resonating at our highest frequency, you know, the sex is popping, the money is out there, you know what I'm saying, the energy is on high, that would be the Essence Festival, you know, festivals where we all congregate and come together. But two of the most popular times for them to feed and feast and do their their thing is Memorial Weekend, um, but it's Super Bowl Sunday, it's the Super Bowl weekends, and it's basically the All-Star, All-Star Weekends and whatnot, okay? So... Boom, here it is. This is this is what's happening right there at the same time. All right? It's it's just it's such a coincidence. Okay? And we're talking about the Orlando magic. All right? And we're talking about Florida, a place where a lot of magic occurs. All right? Just because, you know, you may not you may not be doing the magic like this is a, this is called Magic City. I'm in Miami right now. This is Magic City. There are uh, this this city was built on magic, dark magic and light magic. You have a humongous contingency of Santeria. You have Palo Mayombe down here, and you have uh, overwhelming presence of voodoo down here. Okay, there's a lot of magic going on down here. So there's dark magic. There's spells being casted. There's people that are casting spells. Um, and um, this place is prime for rituals, okay, super prime for rituals. And when you get tired of, you know, sacrificing chickens and other animals, you know, they don't fight back, then you'll step it up and begin to sacrifice Hiram, okay, sacrifice the black boy, the May son, the Ma son, which brings me into the coincidence of his father being a Mason, okay, the young man, Trayvon Martin's father, is a card-carrying Prince Hall Mason of Fort Lauderdale Lodge. The pictures are on the Internet. He wears a green fez with a tassel on the side. 
Okay? So Trayvon Martin now turns from just being a regular young black boy into the son of a Mason. All right? Now, when you murder and you kill the son of a Mason or, or, or of a black Mason, I'm not going to talk about specifically what is done over the phone, on his line, on his call, but I don't think that we have to be, you know, we don't got to be rocket scientists to figure out that you are not to touch the son of a Mason, okay? There's certain rules to this thing right here. And this man right here is a member of a fraternal order. How coincidental is that? Like, when did, where did they do that at? When does that just happen out of, no, out of anywhere? Did the son of somebody murdered, okay, a ritualistic murder, is the son of a mason? But by being a mason, right, by having masonic ties, by having, you know, your masonic brethren and your brotherhood, to be able to, you know, protect you and be there for you. How is it that Trayvon Martin was considered a John Doe for three days? I don't know if they brought this up during the trial because, like I said, I didn't really deal with watching the trial. I didn't, I, I, you know, I'm not going to give my time and my energy to the trial because I already know what it is. I was more so taking my time just dealing with the decoding aspect of channeling, you know, what's really going on with this trial. Now, Trayvon Martin got killed 70 yards from his house. Yet and still, when the incident happened, right, they listed him as a John Doe. Like, they didn't knock on all of the family's doors in the complex and say, I don't know if anybody is aware of this, but a young boy just got killed in the complex. Like, they toe-tagged the young man and put him in the morgue under John Doe, and his father reported him missing either that night or the next day, and it took up until three Days, three days until the body of Trayvon Martin was discovered by his father as being in the morgue. Now, Dick Gregory came on the show for the State of the Union of Black America 2012, not the one that he did this year. He did a State of the Union for 2012 in February either February or March, it was, it was around the same time that this whole Trayvon thing was going down. That's why I, I encourage the family to go, please go into the archives and listen to the Trayvon Martin Factor Part 1, the show that we did in 2012 when this shit first popped off, and we were bringing all kind of information to the um, to the forefront about, you know, this case being not what you think it is. It's, 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 it's a ritual. Okay, we blew it out of the water. But Dick Gregory came on the show and said that they took the boy's heart out and Dick Cheney had his heart. Okay? Because Dick Cheney received a new heart around the same time. Go and Google it. 
All right, Trayvon Martin got he was he he got murdered ritualistically, took him away. They threw him in the they threw him in the morgue. They they they, they threw him in the morgue under John Doe for three days. That just doesn't even make sense. Like, how do you murder somebody? And they had his cell phone, family. They had the cell phone. How do you murder somebody, okay, 70 yards from their front door, and nobody in the complex even is informed that this is what's happening? When I'm listening to the 9-11 tapes, you got people calling from all over the complex saying that they heard the young boy screaming for help and they heard gunshots and whatnot. Okay? But you mean to tell me that nobody in the complex was contacted? And then in the in the in the in the, in the nine one one tapes, you hear people talking about, you know, that um that that they, they so they looked out the window they saw that there was a black guy standing over the um, the cadaver, the body and whatnot. But then it come to find out that that was Zimmerman sitting on top of Trayvon Martin. So not only did he not listen to the instructions of the police dispatcher that told him not to pursue him, right, not to invoke Whatever, you know, because once you don't listen to somebody that tells you, especially the police dispatcher, and mind you, going back to who this guy Zimmerman is symbolically, symbolically, not what you think he is or not what they said he was on his trial. Symbolically speaking, George Zimmerman was the gentry, okay? He was attempting to become one of the police. He wanted to be like one of them, right? He wanted to be like one of them. He was the one who was trying to be down. He was the one who was trying to say, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the bidding for you. I want to be the crusader. I want to be the one that's gonna do the dirty work. I want to become a police." They wouldn't let him become police, okay? But now, because of this ritual, right? He's going from wanting to be the police to surpassing the police. For what he did to what? One black young for the rich for for the for, for what he's carried out against one young black man, he has surpassed even becoming a police. He's gonna become if if they acquit him, he will become more prominent, right, than a regular policeman for the work that he just put in. Because they're already applauding him by saying that, look, you're our hero. Exactly. He surpassed the judge. So the trial is not about George Zimmerman. It's more so about the right to surpass the judge, the right to basically be the trial. The, 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 exactly. Zimmerman will be a politician in the future if if he's allowed to be. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But... He's been able to surpass the judge and jury by them saying that, nah, you rightfully had the right on stand your ground. So just imagine how many other states will just immediately adopt stand your ground because we're talking about we're talking about a people who don't even have the right to vote anymore. Okay? They took your right to vote two weeks ago, right before they gave the um your civil right privileges 
to quote unquote the gay people and gave them the right to begin their crusades about getting married and become unions and all of that and, and become legal legally recognized as families. But they took away your right to vote. So a stateless, voteless, um colorable fourteenth amendment, because it always goes back to the Morris shit family. It has to go back to the Morris shit. As uncomfortable as it is, this is Moorish this 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 whole this this everything speaks to the Moorish Renaissance that's taking place right now. Everything speaks to the atmosphere of the Crusades that is taking place before your eyes all around the world as we speak right now. This is the Renaissance. This is Saturn return. This is everything coming back that has already been here. Look at the atmosphere, family. It is it is supremely racially charged. Think about the atmosphere of 2013 right now compared to the atmosphere of the whole Trayvon shit in 2012. Okay? Look at the way that they have in, in, in induced many different factors that have racially charged the atmosphere. Look how, look how, look how prominent, quote-unquote, and I'm using a colorable term, but I'm only using it so we can identify as to what I'm speaking about. Look how, how, how prominently featured Hispanics and Latin Americans are at this point. Ever since the election of the Pope out of Argentina, look how prominently featured the whole Latin America Hispanic contingency is becoming in the news. You got Hernandez, right? So tell me this with this um, Aaron Hernandez thing. Where are the marches and the protests and the outrage of the fact that her, Aaron Hernandez, right, who is a Hispanic, was called, just killed an African-American in cold blood? Where's the march for that? Huh? Where's the public outcry? And where's, where's the racism, Right? Where's the pundit saying that this is outright racism because he just killed the black man? Hmm? But the same person, right, somebody of the same quote-unquote colorful black background and whatnot, a George Zimmerman, is being, they're using a race card and saying that this was a racial incident and, you know, it's going to be a riot against white people and a riot against Spanish people because he killed this innocent young black boy. But then Aaron Hernandez, did he not, is he not being charged with killing an innocent black man as well? Is it because that black man wasn't a teenager that it doesn't elicit that kind of response? So that's just one factor to look at, Okay. So back to this whole George Zimmerman thing, you know what I mean, and the fact that, you know, anybody who who realizes what they're doing right now, you know, they're really preparing society as a whole. They're really preparing, you know, the... Um, Their demographics, you know what I'm saying, the ones who they control with fear, the ones who they control with ignorance, 
the ones that they control with propaganda, the ones who they manipulate their minds with false information and um, and emotionalism, you know, they're doing a good job on them as we speak. Like, they are doing a monumental job on those people as we speak because they are basically creating the atmosphere that's going to, um, you know, allow them to create false flag events and, and, you know, whenever they please at this point. Because let's let's just say case in point that they say that Zimmerman is not guilty tomorrow or later on tonight or tomorrow or Monday or whatnot. And, you know, people are like, damn, that's messed up. You know what I'm saying? That's some BS or whatnot. You know, uh, we need to we need to do something about this. Now, anybody that studies propaganda, anybody that studies counterintelligence, anybody that studies psych ops, anybody that studies black ops and things of that nature, you know that in situations of chaos such as this, and situations that the media has already primed you and prepped you to expect some kind of attacks some kind of rioting, some kind of disturbance, anything. They're basically, you know, on some BT, like anything can happen. And the media are the ones that are responsible. You didn't hear this from the streets. Like the streets are not saying, oh, we're going to wild out. You know what I mean? Like people, the rappers are not on Twitter saying that we're going to wild out and all of this stuff. This is what Fox 5 and CNN and the um, – the, the talking heads are talking for you. They're they're, they're determining they're determining your mind state. You know what I mean? They're 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 actually telling you what to do by basically utilizing Hegelian dialect and other forms of psychops. Okay, so they could do anything at this point if the man gets found. I mean, they could convict them of murder or manslaughter, whatever it is. The atmosphere has already been programmed. For any kind of psych op to take place Now we all know in psych ops These are the times That you know um, That they do a lot of their dirty work I'm not even going to get too deep into it Because you know one thing I don't like doing on the show Is I don't like putting out You know energy That necessarily you know I don't, I, I don't want to put out any kind of energy That you know will manifest In ways that Doesn't really need to manifest Okay, but those of us who study history and those of us who study, um, you know, rituals and those of us who study campaigns such as this, we know that they take opportunities of situations like this to go in and strike. Okay, so, you know, it is what it is. All right, but. Back to the whole Zimmerman thing. Like I said, back to the whole Zimmerman thing. I, I just want to really share with the family that, you know, the whole Masonic connection is very interesting. Why do I say that? Because here it is. On one hand, you have Trayvon Martin, who is the son of a black Mason, who is a Prince Hall Mason. We see the pictures. We understand what's going on. But on the flip side of that, you have George Zimmerman, who is also the son of a Mason, of a Scottish, Yorkish, right, Mason, because his father is a judge, okay? Zimmerman's father is a judge. I don't know if they let that go in a trial. 
I don't know how many people were aware of that, but George Zimmerman's father is a judge. So he's part of the whole network of the white Masonic order because anybody that sits in the, in the, in the seat of a judge, we all know at this point, they have Masonic connections. So this becomes a more interesting, intricate, you know, case because now you're talking about the son of a Prince Hall Mason murdered by the son of a Scottish Yorkist Rite Mason, okay? Prince Hall, and, and, and you know, we, we understand that there's a power struggle that also takes place between those opposing parties as well. All right. Now, the fact that these two different factions of, you know, the Masonic orders are prominently featured in this whole ritual is not done by coincidence, family. There's no there's not that much coincidence in the world they will put these whole situations or these factors together. All right? It had many people speculating whether the father had any knowledge about this whole um, ritual that was taking place and things of that nature. Me, personally speaking, from a father's point of view, I would say that you're out of your goddamn mind, okay, to ever say anything to that nature, okay? That man loved his son, and I would heavily doubt that he would ever put his son in a predicament or he would ever be behind any kind of ritual against his own flesh and blood, all right? Like I said, it's not about more so, you know, it's more about what it is that the, that the what, what's being seen on the unseen. You, you feel what I'm saying? Before we get into conspiracy theories and whatnot, but what is the ancestor showing you? Okay? So now this young man has become a martyr, all right? And going back to what I was saying before, I'm going to read the definition of a martyr. A martyr is somebody who suffers persecution and death for advocating, refusing to announce, or refusing to advocate a belief or a cause, usually a religious one. Modern-day black American uh, martyrs are not martyrs by definitions terms. All of ours are victims. They belong to the priesthood of victimhood. All of their murders have gone unavenged. There are no avengers to avenge these martyrs. Because remember, family, if you have martyrs, like case in point, the martyrs that you see in the Middle East, those martyrs became martyrs by putting in a certain amount of work. Okay? Those martyrs are revered by the people that they went and put in that work for. Those martyrs actually get fed. The spirits of those martyrs, they get fed and they get avenged by the people who are holding up those martyrs in martyrdom. Okay? So when somebody, when a suicide, a kamikaze or, or a suicide, you know, attacker or whatnot straps up and goes and put in work, he's like, yo, I'm going to join the realm of my martyred brothers and sisters, 72 virgins and things like that. We're going to all be in palaces and whatnot, and we're going to all be, you know, we're all, we're all going to be together, you know, and I'm doing this for my people, okay? 
I'm doing this for my people. I'm suffering persecution because going right back to the definition, somebody who suffers persecution and death for advocating, refusing to renounce, and or refusing to advocate a belief or cause, usually a religious one. So like I said, I'm not being facetious in any way, family. All I'm doing is asking an honest question. We have Oscar Grant, who they're about to put the movie out, um, Fruitville Station. We have Sean Bell, who was murdered the day before his wedding, um, shot 50 times. We have Amadou Diallo, the brother who was reaching for his wallet, an African immigrant, and got shot 41 times. We have Yusef Hawkins, who got chased down by Caucasians, Italian Caucasians, who were calling him a muli, right, in Brooklyn, in Bensonhurst in the 80s, with the whole do the right thing and all of that was um, sparked behind, you know, they, that, that, that uh, movie from Spike Lee was based on the racial tension that was taking place in New York City as a result of his sacrifice. But all of these martyrs that they have fed us, and they said, these are your new martyrs, all, none of them none of them qualified for the definition of a martyr, okay? Most of them, the majority of them qualified for being sacrifices, okay, and being victims of violence against, um, you know, Inquisitionists and Crusaders. I'm just being honest with you, okay? So the Crusades haven't gone anywhere. The Crusades have been here. It's called the Catipulation of the Moors. The capitulation, the definition of capitulation is to surrender under specific conditions, to come to terms, to give up all resistance, to acquiesce, okay? To surrender under specific conditions, to come to terms, to give up all resistance, and to acquiesce. So over the past 20, 30 years, what have they been doing with these martyrs that they have been giving us? What have they been doing with with always telling us when something happens to our people, we need to go march. Yeah, you know, there, there, there should be a new song out. Al Sharpton is going to bring you the lyrics. You niggas go somewhere and go sing or whatnot and go march. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know, give us, you know, shout, cry and whatnot. Don't worry about it, though, because we'll be in the audience feeding off of that energy because we know how to feed off of that energy. We know how to feed off of your fear. We know how to feed off of your, your, um, your stress and your tension. We know how to feed off of your turmoil, okay? We're talking about entities at this level right now, high-level entities who know how to feed off of all of those things. They know how to make it to their benefits. So this young brother, right, imagine, and, and, and like I said, because these martyrs have never gone avenged, they have always gone unavenged. There's nobody that has put in any kind of work whatsoever for Yusef Hawkins, Oscar Grant, Sean Bell, Amadou Diallo, Trayvon Martin. All of their trials were either seen the 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 um the murderers or the ones who sacrificed them were acquitted okay if they didn't get acquitted they were able to walk with a slap on the wrist we're talking about 5 years in jail or 5 years probation none of their assets were threatened they all were supported by 
their contingency, okay, and their consortium, the same way that George Zimmerman has been supported by um, his supporters, okay? I believe he raised about $500,000, half a million on a nigga, you know? These people, so when they sacrifice you, right, when they feed your spirit, right, when they sacrifice you to their gods, they get rewarded, okay? They get rewarded because they carry out the sacrifice, Okay, and and like I said, I'm speaking to the family who have done sacrifice and, and 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 you know they're familiar with these practices, and I'm not sounding crazy, and they know what I'm talking about. All right, nobody has ever fed the gods, nobody has ever fed those deities, nobody has ever fed the memories of your new modern day martyrs. Nobody. Okay. Trayvon Martin, nobody has done anything to avenge that young man. And you know what it is. You know what happened to him. You don't need to speculate at this point. I don't need to even go further and read you everything about the discrepancies in this trial and everything that I was a I'm able to dig up stuff and, and I'm not a legal aid or I'm not a paid attorney. I don't understand how his attorneys couldn't see this. So... When you have martyrs and you don't feed your martyrs or you don't feed your deities or you don't feed it, you'll never receive any kind of assistance from the spiritual realm. You'll never receive any kind of assistance from the light bearers or any kind of deities who necessarily would be here to help us out in our plight. Because... We're not following the rules. We're not following the rules. We become hypocrites, you know what I mean, because we're not even following the basic rules. The basic rule says to feed the deities, to feed the martyrs, to keep their spirit alive. You dig what I'm saying? To not allow injustice to take place in their names. Okay? But these have been names that the media have given us. These are names that Al Sharpton has given us, okay? So we don't even know how pure many of these names are. But at this point, does it even matter because many of us are already inside of the ritual. Many of us have already casted out. The the spell has already been casted, okay? The Sean Bell thing happened. People were caught up in that. The Amadou Diallo thing happened. People were emotionally invested in that. You know what I mean? The hearts and minds of the people. Yusuf Hawkins, the hearts and minds, all the way up until right now. Trayvon Martin, the hearts and the minds of our people, more specifically the mothers. This ritual has been basically... This ritual is aiming towards the maternal aspect of the mothers, okay? Mothers have to sit by and turn on CNN and Fox 5 and listen to these hyenas, right, talk about the right to kill their babies. They got to they gotta, they gotta tune in to this trial and listen to these jackals and these hyenas 
deliberate on the fact that they are saying that it is justifiable in 2013 at this point in time that you can kill one of their sons, right, if you can justify that you were in fear of your life by being in his presence. What the hell is going on right now? And as a community, are we to sit by and just be reactionary and just watch this happen? Those of us that have children, I have a son. Many of us on this line tonight have young sons that wear Hollister T-shirts, that drink Arizonas and eat Skittles and wear hoodies. Your son is on trial, B. I don't know if you realize this or not. Your son is on trial right now. It's not about George Zimmerman. It's about his right to kill your son. This is Hunger Games. Now, I, I, I was like, yo, I was doing a knowledge about what was it that made the, 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 the fervor? What was it that, 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 what was it, what was the water that they poured on the fire that was burning in 2012 that was building around the whole Trayvon Martin trial? Do you know what the water was that they poured on the Trayvon Martin trial? Not even the trial, but the whole Trayvon Martin um, ritual in the beginning. When the movie Hunger Games came out, do you know that it was Hunger Games mania or Hunger Games fever that made everybody pay attention to Hunger Games and forget about Trayvon Martin? And this is a damn movie about killing children? Huh? Do y'all remember that? The movie Hunger Games was talking about the plot of the movie Hunger Games was about children, right? Fighting for their lives, fighting for their lives in a in a game where the adults were basically sent out to kill them. Hunting them down, right? Hunting them down. It was a sport. Almost the same way that your boy George Zimmerman was sitting in his Jeep hunting Trayvon Martin down. That was a hunt. That was that was akin to when the Ku Klux Klan went night riding. Okay? That was akin to the ritualistic killings of our ancestors during the time of the lynching era, where they would go night riding and say, yo, I saw a suspicious nigga. I'm just saying, he looks suspicious. I don't know. We had to hang him. He was suspicious. You know what I'm saying? You know, he had a beard and whatnot. He wasn't supposed to have a beard. So how could a child look suspicious when you're following him and the police is telling him, don't follow the damn child, like leave him alone? This is a grown man following a child. Okay? He wasn't, it wasn't another teenager following another teenager. This was a grown man following a child. George Zimmerman was 28 years old. He was 10 years a senior to this young child that he said was on top of him, and he was screaming for help. 
I don't know how many people listen to the police tapes, but when you listen to the police tapes, that's Trayvon Martin screaming for help. Okay? Now, they had a lie detector test, and this is very important, too, in terms of the whole ritual and what it is that they're allowing, you know, that they're, they're saying it's allowable in terms of, you know, them hunting down black babies or, or, or young black men. He took a lie detector test, right? They gave him a lie detector test when, um, I believe it was the night of the murder or the next night when they brought him in for questioning and whatnot. And they asked him two basic questions. They asked him, did he confront Trayvon Martin? And he said no. And then they said, were you in fear when you shot the guy? And he said yes. And they said as a result of him answering those two questions, he passed his lie detector test, and they deemed it no deception indicated, and that's NDI. So they basically was asking them, as long as you were in fear of your life when you killed that young black man, and as long as you didn't confront him, rather he confronted you to ask him, is there a problem or why are you following me, that you are justified in this homicide. You know, and that's crazy at this point. You feel what I'm saying? That that shit is just insane. Okay? Now, the media is... Basically, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that, you know, the media, which is a corporate entity, a corporate, you know, conglomerate, we know that when it deals, when we deal with corporate conglomerates, we are also dealing with um, different factors of corporate America. So whenever these things begin to uh, take place, I always go and look at the money because, you know, they always say follow the money. When you follow the money, that, you know, you'll basically see how these people move because wherever they move, their money moves. So this morning, I went ahead and logged on to CNN early in the morning, and voila, lo and behold, the headline, the, 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 um, the headline that was above all headlines said, Stocks close at record highs. Markets rally on hopes that the Fed will continue stimulus. Okay, this was July 11th. Stocks close at record highs. All right? Now, mind you, family, this is the same day and the same time. This is on 7-11. This is the same time that they're having all of these um, 24-hour news cycle reports about possible riots 
They're talking about the fact that they're preparing themselves for all kind of riots and confrontations and anarchy as a result of the Zimmerman verdict, as a result of if he's not guilty, they're preparing themselves to basically, you know, um, just prepare for the worst. So when you look at the stock market, right, when you look at the stock market, I'm talking about you'll see a jump from Wednesday. There was a jump. There was about a 100 or 200-point jump in the stocks from Wednesday going into Thursday as a result of what is going on in the news media, as a result of the beating of the drums of a possible riot the next article says stocks are up and greed is back. CNN money's fear and greed. Okay, this is the fear and greed index. You know, they have different indexes. But this is CNN money's fear and greed index. It shot back into greed mode Thursday for the first time since late, since late May. The Dow and the S&P 500 rallied above their record closing highs from May, and the NASDAQ climbed to its highest level since October 2000. Come on, family. Huh? Let me read something from CNN's Fear and Greed Index. Listen to this language. I would, I would, you know, I would encourage this is when you break out your Black Law Dictionary, because inside of the Black Law Dictionary, and for my Moors that you know study etymology and whatnot, the language that they're using is just giving you. They're just telling you what it is that they're. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's basically just giving up everything that they're saying. Investors grew jittery in late May after Bernanke hinted that the central bank could begin pulling back on its $85 billion per month bond-buying program later this year. I'm going to repeat that again. Investors grew jittery, right? They grew nervous in late May after Bernanke hinted that the central bank could begin pulling back on its $85 billion per month bond-buying program later this year. So Taj Tariq Bey has come on the show previous times, and other Moors have come on the show previous times to explain to you when they speak about buying bonds, the, 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 the practice of buying bonds are basically buying the certificates and the stocks and the, and the birth certificates of aboriginal um, indentured service on its land. All right, that's that whole bond buying thing where they flipping the stocks on the stock market for the for the um, brothers and sisters that are locked up inside of the system. Your stocks and your bonds are being traded on the stock market. They're getting money off of you a hundred times fold. All right, for those of us that are caught up in many of the contracts that they have locked us into, they're buying, selling, and trading your stocks and bonds on these markets a hundred times fold. So. Stocks began a choppy and volatile descent as the thought of no stimulus spooked investors. At the same time, the fear and greed index swayed between fear and extreme fear. But top central bankers, including the chairman, have been going on to great lengths to calm investors, reiterating time and time again that any scaling back of stimulus 
will be tied to significant improvements in the economy. Those comments have helped both stocks and sentiment to rebound. Now, if we have any economists or any, um, you know, masters of this uh, whole economic uh, structure on the phone lines or in the chat room, I encourage the um, I encourage you to call in tonight because you know what I'm saying I'm just doing the knowledge right now. That's not even my field right there. You feel me? But from what I could see, from what I could see, you know, it's real. It's real in the field. You know what I mean? That they are basically, um, you know, they they're investing their money in these. Uh, they're investing their money in the war. They're investing their money into, um, you know, these gun companies. They're investing their monies into all of these. You know, it's it's all kind of stuff that's popping right now. It's all kind of perks and privileges to creating what they deem a race war or tensions in the community that would provoke a race war, okay? You have to be very careful about situations like that. Because, like I said, it is a humongous distraction that it, that will eventually take us off of the course that we are necessarily, you know what I mean, that, that we are on collectively. We're not worrying about no damn. Uh, we we we're not stuck in this in this in this in this paradigm of you know racism and things of that nature. We're not stuck in this paradigm of you know running around. And um, hating other people based on the verdict to a trial that they were not uh, participants in. You feel what I'm saying? Like this is a waste of time. At the end of the day, it is it is a distraction. Okay, it is a humongous distraction, but at the same time, it is also a ritual. All right. And what I'm attempting to do tonight is to help decode some of that ritual so it doesn't have such a hold emotionally and mentally on our people. Because back to what I was saying about the whole aspect of them, you know, making this thing a maternal um, issue, it's going to affect the mothers. It's going to affect the women. It's going to affect Big Mama in ways that it might not necessarily affect uh, the brothers, you feel what I'm saying? Like this thing has the 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 power and it has the capability to break the hearts. You feel what I'm saying? Because a lot of people's hearts are invested into this trial. A lot of people's hearts and minds are invested into this trial. So the um, when they're doing rituals, social scientists and the social engineers, the sorcerers and things of that nature, they know that. The, the the way to um to kill the spirits, the way to destroy to break the souls of our people is to, you know, have us become emotionally charged, emotionally invested into um rituals that they control. You feel what I'm saying? Outlooks and verdicts that they have control over, they'll involve you into the ritual and then basically determine the outcome of the ritual and it will always be in their favor. Okay, it'll always be in their favor because ultimately it's about serving their purposes. And their purpose at the end of the day is to basically feed their gods, 
okay, to create confusion, all right, to divide and conquer, okay, to divide and conquer because somewhere out there in America, Miley Cyrus is is twerking, okay? Their children, their generations, of children, there there are generations of children out there of all colors, backgrounds, races, and creeds, and of that nature to subscribe to hip hop as their religion, as their way of life, as their culture, as something that they look up to. These are black, young, black men holding their nuts. Okay, not no squares and whatnot. We're talking about black street youth. They are children of all backgrounds, white, quote-unquote white, um, Spanish, quote-unquote Spanish, Jewish, Indian, you know what I mean, Philippine, whatever. Whatever background, whatever nationality that you could bring up, they are heavily influenced by the culture of hip-hop. That's a threat. There's, there's, there's factors of threat. There, there's a threatening factor in that, especially when you have uh, those same entertainers and those same musicians, they're not necessarily playing by the rule book anymore. They're not necessarily playing by the rules that are being set in the ballrooms that encourage the um, the artists to only promote drug dealing, to only promote misogyny, to only promote you know murder, murdering amongst their own. You have artists now that are promoting agendas that are seeking to uplift the images of black men and black women in America. They're speaking about, you know, the fact that they come from royal bloodlines. They're talking about kingship, kingdoms. They're talking about, you know, the fact that they're God. They're talking about question religion. They're making you question, you know, what it is that the government is saying. They're saying that there's conspiracy theories that are abound. Don't trust the government. Don't listen to the government. You don't really need to be in school. Become a high, you know what I mean? School is a hustle. You can actually be successful without school. You know, you don't have to be deemed as a useless eater or cannon fodder if you don't have a college degree. You know what I mean? These are opposing these are opposing um ideologies that threaten to, you know, usurp or it's a threat to the power structure, all right? These are some of the same arguments that were taking place prior to the um, incarnation of the Inquisition. The Inquisition was created in um, in Moorish, in, in Europe, when the Moors had uh, a foothold of the um, intellectual centers in Europe. All right, the the Inquisition was basically created out of the um, the dungeons of the Vatican to basically, you know, change the 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 the, the collective consciousness of the European populace to stop questioning religion, okay? To stop questioning religion, to stop dealing with higher forms of thinking and problem solving and things of that nature, to stop questioning the um the the official story that the um that the 
the holy the holy see and the papacy was the papacy was putting forth that people were saying that that's not even you know what I mean like that's a watered down version of Gnosticism or that's a watered down version of the comedic um the comedic sciences and whatnot or that's a watered down version of the hermetic principles what are you guys teaching us over there in the Vatican and the Inquisition was created as a result of that and it was an 800 year campaign to suppress and to basically, you know, torture and to basically bury and to bury and burn a lot of information that was threatening the um, the church because of the stronghold that they wanted to have on the minds of the people. You were seeing that repeat itself in so many ways, so, so many ways in today's society. There's nothing new under the Sun family. Believe me when I tell you. There is nothing new under the sun, okay? So, you know, just want us to pay attention to that. But this is what we're going to do because we're going into the 11 o'clock hour. Um, I want to go ahead and open up some of these lines because I do want the family to add on to the conversation that we're having tonight. So I'm going to go into this call real quick from the 864-313. Call it from the A six four three one three. Peace and welcome to Nola Ledge Radio. Hotel and peace, family, brother. Red Hotel here. family. How are, you? How are you? All is well, brother. All is well. Uh, How are you? I'm doing just fine. This brother Shabazz Bab. Uh, you know, uh, me and you were building upon Facebook basically on the same thing, and um, you know, I couldn't help but over the overwhelming. Well, I couldn't help with the over, with the overwhelming information that you uh basically just provided. I guess being around um, the whole trial and whatnot, and um, no doubt, especially especially when you were talking about um, I guess the LeBron thing. Uh, he he graces uh the number nine, uh six, but if you flip that upside yes. down, that is corresponding with with the nine something being born, and even how King James is uh you know associated with us inside the black community. Uh, King James has definitely had a a, a, a powerful part in us going forward as you were just speaking with religion. Um and then that the mm-hmm. fact that this young black man that, that this young black man does um you know grace the same name. And um you know I was even thinking about after the uh the finals, uh they they showed him basically in the club partying and you know they they were celebrating but they were partying just like we do as Negroes, like with bottles as, uh, of yeah. uh, popping bottles of champagne. And basically, uh, even with he and Jay-Z being very cool, uh, when I did yes. the knowledge to Jay-Z, J is, uh, I think, is the 10th letter, and um, Z being the 26th. And once again, that's where the 9 appears, 3 plus 6, you know, something being born. And, um, mm. you know, even, even with the OJ trial, the OJ trial being 18 years ago, one plus nine, uh, that's that's again. Um, I mean, not one, not one plus nine. One plus eight being nine, uh, something being born. And uh, even when you brought it to the forefront about the the young black girl uh, playing Annie, when I when I went back and saw Annie, uh, I, I saw that she was uh, basically that, that was a racist uh, that was a racist uh, show. But she basically uh, had little black men behind her playing like the Sambo type thing. She used to talk to grown black men like they were uh, little children. Little children, exactly. Indeed. And the fact that um, you know that this young 
that this young girl is now gracing this this image of this you know uh you know uh uh white girl in the past and now now a young black girl is taking this on and we'll go back to the Snowden case and we're talking about treason. Uh, I, I look at that mm-hmm. as being treason and um, basically. You know, I remember, I do recall when uh, Brother Doctor, I mean, Brother Dick Gregory was on the show, and he was speaking about the, the facts uh, or the situation with even uh, Tracy Martin, uh, and Trayvon's uh, dad being His father, having Tracy. Do, yeah, having mm-hmm. something to do with it. Um, you know, that's, that's I guess that's nothing factual, but it, it's a lot of overwhelming evidence that we definitely do go to, and we, we go back to... Um, you know, the 7-11. The 7-11 was the day that uh, Zimmerman had the opportunity to, see, the opportunity to either speak or not speak. So, uh, yeah. you know, that was, like, that was like the last day, 7 plus, plus uh, 2 being 9. That was, again, something being born with uh, the fact that Trayvon Martin was coming away from the 7-11 when he got killed. And plus, and plus. it was and his whole the um he was he was during at seven eleven p.m. he was coming from seven eleven exactly. and he was basically in the in the in the he was he was fighting um, Zimmerman or he was the whole confrontation took place at seven eleven he was yeah. declared that the um the phone calls that they got from the witnesses the nine eleven calls. They said that they heard gunshots at 7.16, and an officer arrived at 7.17, okay? Exactly. So the the, the exactly. police was a minute away after he shot the young man at 7.16. The police arrived at 7.17, okay? And, and um, Trayvon Martin was declared dead at 7.30. So that whole stretch... Remember, they mm-hmm. said he stayed alive for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are calling saying that <clears throat> they saw a, a grown man standing over the body after he shot him. And then they, they had a report of Zimmerman sitting on his chest because he was like he was sitting on him to wait for the police to come. So I'm like, yo, are you fucking serious? This this oh, whole yeah. seven thing is playing out. And then, like I said, to discover, to to do the knowledge that the Zimmerman is a Spanish Jew, right? So uh-huh. we're speaking about, so so that brings in the whole crusader thing. That brings uh-huh. in the capitulation of the Moors, the expulsion of the Moors, because it's 7-Eleven, it's Spanish Jew. The the boy is a Mason. He's the, he's the son of a Mason. Zimmerman is a Mason. Sanford County is in Seminole County. It's during the All-Star game, the magic, the Orlando magic. They tapping into that. And it, I mean, there's so many different factors that's taking place. And it, 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 it doesn't behoove me now why this case has gotten so big. Like, like they're going to talk about this. You know, this case will be spoken about years from, you know, decades from now as a cornerstone into our history. Exactly right, bro. Yeah, yeah. Into our history. Right. But but when you look at the basis of the case, when you look at the when you look at you know, when you look at the, the, the spiritually it's bigger than it would be on paper. It's not really a case it, you, you feel it's not like a Dred Scott case. It's not like a 
you know, it's not like a Nat Turner case. It's not like one of the, it's not, it's not even like an OJ case. It's a case that's taking place everywhere in America at all times. The babies are dying in Chicago, but nobody yeah. wants to talk about that. Yeah. Oscar Grant and all of these other brothers, they, Absolutely. people have been getting killed innocently. All of, they, there's a list of 200 people that died ever since Trayvon Martin. They were innocently killed by assailants that were both white, black, Mexican, whatever you want to name. Like, however you want to pitch the argument, there has been stories that have been surfacing all over the world, for that matter, that did a, a lot more severe than Trayvon Martin's case. So what is it about this case that's so special? Because I've never in the history, in, in the 30 years that I've been on this planet, I never saw a case covered like this. They did twenty. They did. They've done twenty-four hour news cycles on this case, where they be ha- They they'll have um, you know, they'll have like, they'll have like uh, uh talking segments, and they just say the same shit all day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You feel me, brother? They don't yeah. really talk about shit. They're not really talking about nothing, but the main. Factor in the conversation from the talking heads, the main underlying theme behind everybody's conversation is what? What level of guilt did Trayvon Martin play in his own murder? At what level that can we uh, can we say that that nigga deserved to die? A sacrifice, another yeah, another sacrifice, another sacrifice. another sacrifice. So. That's the conversation that, that I'm seeing on CNN and Fox 5 and everywhere where they're talking about this case for 24 hours. You got white women and white men, because they, remember, this is an all-white woman jury. Nobody is talking about that part. What is it about an all-white woman jury do black people feel that they're going to have any kind of – and we're talking about a, a young black boy – Right? And, and and the man is on trial saying that I killed him because I was scared of that nigga. You know what I mean? And I killed more of them niggas because I'm scared of them for you, white woman, because I'm here to protect y'all. Who was he protecting? He wasn't protecting no black people in the complex. He was protecting white people, specifically white women. So how the hell do Negroes feel that an all-white jury of white women is going to make that nigga go to jail? For killing a young black boy who many of those white women, I'm sure when they walked around Sanford County or any other parts of Florida and saw any black boy with a hood on, with sagging jeans, was not saying in the the back of their minds, I wish I had somebody here to protect me from these Negroes. It just don't, you know what I mean? Like. And let me ask you a question. Did we ever, even when you said something about Sanford, I guess uh, going back to uh, knowing that Sanford and Son was a Jewish, uh, that was a Jewish um, sitcom, Sanford and Son. Sanford and, and Son, and, yeah. And even with the, you know, with the Miami Heat, white, hot, and uh, basically going back to what the doc, what Dr. Claude Anderson was speaking on, basically like when you were talking about, well, we are focusing our attention on, on this trial. There's a bigger ritual going on. Basically, what I think they're taking the rights, where we, you know, where they're saying, well, blacks don't have the right to vote anymore. Well, you, well, well even well, the law and the huh? Now, I mean, to cut you up, what, 
my 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 thing that I'm seeing, you know, just being on the front lines and seeing the direction that the propaganda campaigns are taking is they they are creating a leeway into the conscious community. They're creating a leeway into the they're creating a leeway into the quote unquote black community, but it's basically a leeway into the conscious community to identify, you know, those in the community and 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 you know they they're basically lighting fires to see who's going to come out of the house. Mhm. Mhm. You know, one thing that I'm telling people in times of media manipulated riots and things of that nature, this is when they this is the shit that they used to do to the Panthers. This is the shit that they did when they created, you know, when 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 they created certain riots in certain areas and they brought in their agents to do the work, right? Mm-hmm. They would go into those areas and basically knock off some of the leaders in those areas, the same thing that they do overseas when they do these, these quote-unquote false flag events, when they do these fake Egyptian protests, when they do, you know, all of these fake different kind of protests and riots and looting and all, they basically use those events for black ops. Mm-hmm. Okay? People have to pay attention. They use those events to infiltrate. They use those events to say, oh, yeah, that shit, you know, that person was, you know, that, that we had to get rid of that person because, you know, that person was, uh, you know, um, an enemy combatant. You have to be very careful, family, about what it is and why they're doing what they're doing at this point. Okay, we're talking about a people who we were not paying them any kind of attention a few months ago. We were not paying any kind of mind to them on a level that that they're being paid attention to at this point. We were focused on what it is that we got to do as a people, as a nation. Now... My thing is this, because I always look at the the glass half full rather than half empty, that situations like this, when they play themselves out of hand and out of pocket, this is the opportune time for the teachers, those of us that are doing the work, that are on the front line, who had a hard time talking to people before because they thought that they lived in a post uh, racial America and none of these things, you know, no, nah, we don't have any problems with nobody anymore. Everything is great. We got cable, you know what I'm saying? We got Sam's Club, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the yeah. Heat, they win in basketball games. Everything is great, yeah. you know what I mean? So now people are beginning to realize that's why the, the uh, I'm, I'm working on this lecture called The Rise of the Sleeping Giants and the Curse of Trayvon Martin Luther King. You know what I'm saying? Because people don't realize that, you know, the sleeping giants are waking up. Look at look look at what's taking place around the world right now. Because we're talking about a collective consciousness that that that, that expands you know, expands the globe through the grids. So if you see people all over indigenous lands all over the world from Brazil they're demonstrating in Egypt. They're demonstrating in India. They're demonstrating all over the world. They're standing up. So it's only right that 
in a short amount of time that the aboriginals and the indigenous brothers and sisters of this land will be forced to stand up. You don't want to be manipulated to stand up. And, and, and I guess I, I guess I want to uh, talk about even with, with when you're talking about uh, Martin and, and King, uh, Rodney King was also he he passed away I think this year right? Yeah, in 2012. Oh, it was in 2012, but he just uh, he was 47 when he passed away, and you know seven plus four again that's where we see that that doorway, that doorway that uh, you know that's eleven. That's where we see that doorway uh, constantly, like even with 9-11. A lot of our tragedy, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of horrific events have uh, occurred around in the ninth month, you know, where, uh, you know, something is definitely being birthed. Uh, and, and, and I think what, what it does, that, that takes me back to what um, Dr. Phil Valentine was speaking on, mental sovereignty, or us getting our damn minds back, or us being yeah. able to organize, organize with each other Without a King James, without like I, I know a lot of us brothers, we have we have debates. Some of us can't even really speak because you like a certain basketball team, and I, because we're so passionate. And these the people that put this stuff out, they notice. So that's um, you know, even when I saw last night where people were putting up the blackout profile, the blackout. You know, I still saw people like, what the hell is the blackout profile going to do? But at the, at, the, at the end of the day, everybody is not conscious. You know, everybody is not going to have. So I, I said, that's good. They're doing something. It, it was just doing beautiful something. to me. It was, it was beautiful to me to see all that melanin. You know, and then when we talking about the purpose and, and even what we're going through right now as uh, as relation to the sun and us being children of the sun. Us being melanated and and when we, that that to me, like you said, when we tapping back into our kingship, we are definitely doing that unconsciously on an unconscious level. And you know, I just I just can't help but to understand. I mean, but but to wonder about when we talk about our mental sovereignty, getting our damn minds back. That's the most important thing. We want justice for Trayvon, true indeed. But we should want yes. justice for Oscar Grant. We should want our justice for our own oh. damn selves. Exactly. Hold on one minute, brother. Okay, okay, we're going to come okay, right bro. back after this meditation, right, okay, but it's 11 11. All right, okay. family, we're going to get into this meditation. We'll be right back. Oh, 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 oh. 
we're developing, we're going forth to develop apps for Notalesh Radio, Notalesh TV, and Notalesh University. And our media fund is up there. We already got a few supporters. I want to say thank you to the few supporters. We just put it up today, and they're already um, supporting us. So um, I encourage the family to go over there to Notalesh TV on Facebook and um, check out the uh, the GoFundMe campaign. You know what I mean? We will be doing a show coming up in the very near future built around that. But, um, yeah, I want to get back to what we were talking about, brother, and also um, some of these callers as well. Okay. But, uh, uh, well, I, if, if you don't mind, if I can finish uh, right quickly. Uh, oh, yeah, please do. I, I will just, you know, I, I got a lot of information without that I was jotting down when you were speaking. Uh, basically, when you know when we were speaking on Jay Z and the Magna Carta mm-hmm. and of twelve fifteen, mm-hmm. that that being another nine, even with the the song that Rick Ross and Jay Z had that created a lot of controversy, the Freemason song. The um, Freemason. You know, Rick, mm-hmm. Rick Ross being from Miami, and um, and it's kind of kind of kind of funny that you don't really hear Rick Ross. He's not when well, he's the big boss, but he's not speaking on these issues or you know any mm-hmm. other ones. Uh, as as with you know, but it's like you know we can't keep our we can't keep our keep throwing our, our faith away in them as we do believe in these guys. And even with the um, the GD star, uh, went with uh, the Gangster Disciple star, which uh, that's where Rick Ross had all that controversy and that beef. But also that's the mm-hmm. star of that's the Jewish star. Uh, so uh, even with him and Drake, Drake was considered to be a black Jew. Um, this is something else that 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 definitely does speak 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 a lot of uh, a lot of knowledge to this situation and what we're going through. But not just really to get caught up in that. I think what I do really want to focus on is the fact that, like you said, we are at at war, and us being constantly, um, you know, uh, targeted. We 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 still as young black people. We're still targeted. We're the same ones that spent like a trillion dollars in 2012. You understand? So, yeah. so it's like we we throw a lot of our energy away to a lot of senseless stuff, and that's where I say uh, I know a lot of brothers get tired of me talking about this, but you know, even finding the the principle of the goddess Maat and throwing that into the picture, uh, because that has definitely changed my life. When I was speaking with your bro- brother, uh, Blue Pill. On some situation because I'm going through a, a, a cancer situation right now, but this has definitely encouraged me to come out of the unrighteous living that I was, you know, uh, caught up in smoking, drinking, hustling, yeah. robbing, stealing, and a lot of other mm-hmm. stuff that allowed me to judge myself according to this higher thing. And then, you know, even in this case where they're talking a lot about the heart, where even the 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 uh, you know the defense closed out today, he said something about the heart and the truth being, you know, against and, and that you're in court. So, and, and, and I don't know if anybody noticed the black deputy in the back that looks just like a sorry, the black bald-headed guy, he was throwing up a lot of signs. Uh, and every time you saw him, he was throwing up signs like hell. So I think mm-hmm. this is, you know, this is this is the time, like I said, going back to what Brother, uh, Brother Phil was talking about, gaining our mental, our spiritual sovereignty of who we are and going to that almond state where we are not allowing, uh, we are not controlled by these these worldly things, where we are definitely tapping into our higher self, where we can become one once again a village, 
And when we do go to do those spiritual rituals, we can do those together, and we can be all on one accord when we do when we when we do do that. And um, yeah. like I said, I, I was just I'm, I'm just kind of inquisitive, brother, on where where we go from from here because you know Monsanto has taken over. We are killing each other. There's a lot of things that we do need to fix within our own community, uh, within ourselves as well, uh, which we can blame the, the oppressor. But even with me changing yeah. my, I realized that hey, I can't blame the oppressor. So that's that's a question I had. Where do we go from here, brother? All right. Before I answer that question, I want to open up my co-host line real briefly. Blue pill, brother Blue, you with us? Blue. All right. All right. We'll get back to him in one minute. Um, back to your question, brother. Oh, where do we go from here? Well, we just keep going to the top. That's where we was going before we, you know, before this thing even started. We keep going where we've always been going, and that's to the top. You know what I'm saying? It. This is, you know, by all means and purposes, um, you know, a great time to be alive, a great time to be conscious, a great time to be a part of what we all are a part of because everything that we've been taught, irregardless of what school of knowledge either one of us come from, you feel me? Like mm-hmm. many of many of the um many of the doctrines and the and the and the and the, the prophecies that we were told that were going to happen are happening before us as we speak. So what we are to do is we're to take, you know, the plans that we have or the goals, the long-term and short-term goals that many of us have been putting, you know, before us, and we're to carry those out because nothing is to change. We are to continue doing what it is that we've been doing but even more so now, we are to continue doing what we've been doing as a unit. It's time to come together. It's unfortunate in situations like this that, you know, it will either pull us up further apart or it's going to bring us closer together. All right? Because the atmosphere is so racially charged with the whole, you know, I mean, with the Paula Dean thing going on, with this whole Zimmerman thing going on, with um, with the whole civil rights and the Supreme Court thing, all the way down to Obama, even with Mandela, who's the Mandala, you know, even with everything like that going forth, it all speaks to us rising up. The sleeping giants are waking up, brother. The sleeping giants are the streets. Sleeping giants are brothers like me and you. You said that you were dealing with, um, you know, putting your, you know, you were dealing, you were living a life that some would deem unsavory. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You were living a life that some that that that, were, that you know you were putting um, your safety and your and, and everything on the line. Mm-hmm. You're putting everything on the line. You you but but. You know, you were willing to sacrifice yourself, mm-hmm. right? 
for your carnal desires and other things, they couldn't sustain you in a spiritual realm. So you elevated, you dropped that, you know what I mean? You've realized that it's more than, it's, there, there, there's a ceiling that, you know, because I used to, when I was in the streets, I thought that I achieved the pinnacle of my perfection of man. I, I, I thought that I reached the ceiling of manhood. I thought I reached the ceiling of evolution. And when I realized that there is no ceilings, you feel me? No ceilings. Now, when I realized that there's 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 so many top floors above that, that's when I began my journey up Jacob's ladder. You know what I'm saying? That's when I began to climb. So we just got to lead by example, brother. We have some dynamic teachers who have been, you know, preparing themselves over the years to get in front of our uh, uh, the, the 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 to get in front of the masses, which would be, you know, the majority of our people, and talk to them. We we got all kind of teachers that I will put out there and let them address our people. That's where we're heading at this point. It's 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 leader time, okay? It's time to identify the new movements and who are going to be the ones that are going to uplift our people out of the situation that they're going to be forced to see that we are in. They're, they're forcing our people to be, you know, to stop being so damn naive. They're forcing our people to see the situation that they're ultimately in. That's what 2012 was talking about, lifting the veil and letting people see, you know, the forest for the trees. Like, there's no more time to be in denial. Black man, your shit is messed up. You know what I mean? Like, your shit is on a gate right now. Like, people are deliberating the right to kill your black ass. So what's up? What's it going to be? You going to self-destruct? Or what are you going to do? Like, you know... You gonna go? What you gonna go? Magna Carta route? You gonna go Holy Grail route? Or you gonna fall on your sword? You know, Jay Z told him, "Don't be good, be great." So the 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 task is falling on many of our shoulders that are on the front lines. That's why I said that's why we uh that's why we created the fund to basically. You know, let the family do what it do do the work that they got to do in their end to help the work the 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 major work that's being done on this end right here. We got work to do. You feel what I'm saying? We have work to do. We got to be out in the streets now, and we definitely have to be able to talk to the to the to the youth and talk to our people and give them the truth because they're gonna be fed up. They're gonna be fed up. I feel sorry for the people that's watching CNN and Fox Five on a 24-hour news cycle. When I got a when I got a whiff of the kind of information that they're putting out there and the way that they are um, hypnotizing the subconscious, I was like, they can't. You know what I mean? Our people have no idea what they're up against. And and I want to. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to go so the other callers can get in. But I want to. You know, once again, thank y'all for for definitely. Uh, Creating and having the platform to uh, to create that that think tank, man, where we can, where I can call in every Friday. Where I used to might have been going to the club or doing other stuff, but definitely I don't mind tuning in to KTL Radio to definitely get me some um, some some high. You know, I used to get high all blunts. So I stopped smoking weed probably about three years ago. <laughs> no, this is not. This is my high now. You know what I'm saying? We so, the new we the new high. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Honorable so, brother. 
Yeah, yeah. So keep it going, brother. Um, with with all the the, the hosts and um, you know, the different um, you know, lecturers you have on here. Please, please. Uh, and even what brother Amir was saying, man, hold these brothers accountable, man. Hold these brothers accountable. No doubt. Because we still got you know people even in the conscious community feeding us bullshit. So uh, you know, no you doubt. Know, yeah. Is, uh, so hold those hold those people those persons accountable, man. And I appreciate what y'all do, brother. We appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, man. And um, have a good weekend. You know what I'm saying? Don't get caught up in nothing that, you know, is going to set you back. You know what I'm saying? And just stay focused. And we'll see you here on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Hotel, brother. All right. Hotel. All right. The brother said, Brother Amir, and um, that's interesting because the Brother Amir has been in a call queue. So we're going to go ahead okay. and open okay. up the line. <laughs> There you go. Call it from the 516-939. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Red Peel. Red Peel. Peace to the God. Peace, brother, man. Peace, peace, brother. Peace, brother. I hear you, brother. You've been laying down, brother, some powerful, powerful information to the family. I'm going to throw a shout-out to the family. Greetings, family. Greetings, everyone. I just wanted to highlight something that you had mentioned when you were saying about um, the brother's son being a Mason and the other son being a Mason, being the, uh, the sons of, of two Masons that's in that equation. And you were talking yeah. about the different ethnicities, the, the different ethnicities having those thoughts on so-called African-American brothers or, or Moorish brothers or brothers who recognize, like, who they are. And um, yeah. I just want to highlight something. I just want to highlight something that the people might not be aware of. Under the United States codes, which there are 50 codes that the United States have, that's on the federal level when it comes to the so-called laws and the civil laws and the criminal laws in this country, is that the majority of those codes supposedly be in harmony with the Constitution of the United States. I'm going to go to Title VIII for a moment. Title VIII deals with aliens and nationalities. Number mm-hmm. one, there's only there's only one ethnicity of people on the planet Earth that's not recognized by nationality, and that's the so-called African-American male. That's number one. That's the reason why that uh, Aaron Hernandez could kill a black male. That's mm-hmm. why Zimmerman can kill a black male, because there is no nationality, because you are here, our people, the so-called civil leaders that's in the community. I'll call the name. If anybody got a challenge with me, Give them my phone number. Don't they try to handle nothing to speak for me. Those brothers are walking around talking about we are civil rights leaders. There's no such thing as civil rights. Civil rights deal in civil actions, suits at law. Civil rights don't deal in natural rights and human rights. So, number one, Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton don't know what they're talking about, or they might know what they're talking about, but they just get money for it. Because people don't need to follow nobody that's in the civil rights. What about natural rights? What about human rights? If you want to use that terminology, well, we know in the Black's Law Dictionary and Bouvier Dictionary, the word human means a monster. But that's what the Europeans are saying. It's their language. It's not ours. But anyway, back to Title Eight. There's three classifications of people in this country. We got aliens, we have citizens, and we have nationals. Let me let the so-called American Negro or black people, whatever you want to call yourself, what we really are. We are nationals through our inherited birthright as far as our forefathers is concerned. That's what the red pill has been telling you all. 
the only time when people are going to stop shooting us down and gunning us down is that when the so-called UN nation, which there's 187 of them, recognize us as a people with a nationality on the planet Earth. Until that happens, mm-hmm. we're going to always, uh, assault is going to always be upon us. That's why I says people need to put down the comic book, stop right watching Atlanta Housewives and keeping up with that crap, and start to doing some studying and finding out how did your enemy conquer you? What did he use to conquer you? Because he had to use something that was inducive to our people and our nature in order for us to be subjected to his so-called rules and regulations and codes, whereas we should be in harmony with our nature by which we were created. But I don't want to get hyped up on that. I just want to plug one thing, if I may, brother. Is it, is it yes, okay? indeed. Yes, sir. Of course. Okay. Well, uh, referring back to the program that we had about hiring yourself, and I understood from you that a lot of the brothers and a lot of the sisters were calling you the family, and they were asking you questions about wholesale and buying wholesale and things like what do they need to do to set up to hire themselves to set up their own business. What I have mm-hmm. done in the past day or so, I have set up an e-book that explains everything that they need to know about going in business at home or whether it's a franchise home business or whatever type of business. Whatever they need to know, I have a 19-page e-book. The e-book is, is on your mother's, is on your mother's um, uh, um, shopping cart on her website. The e-book okay. is 99 cents. It's 99 cents. And it's in her shopping okay. cart. And it's, that's www. Greenleaf-herbs.com. I'll repeat that again. That's www.greenleaf-herbs.com, and it's in that shopping cart. So a lot of those questions, Brother Red Pill, that a lot of the family are calling you and asking you about wholesale, what they need to do, how to get structured, how to get set up. Right, you can send them right to that link, and they can get that ebook, and they have everything that they need to know. Pretty much, most of those questions that they're that they're targeting you with is in that ebook. The answers are there. All of the okay. agencies, everything that they need to go to, it's according to how they want to structure themselves. So I have the different structures in too. If you want to set up LLC, if you just want to get a DBA or AKA or whichever one you want to deal with, if you want to set up a trust. I don't know how you want to structure your particular business, but definitely you're going to have to have some type of structure. Definitely if you're going to have some type of pay system, because it's got to go through a banking structure in this country in order to receive money, you know, through the through the well or e-commerce. So therefore, you got to have that type of structure. So if there's anything else that's not listed in that book, we would definitely be happy to address those issues for them. That's all Indeed. the time I need, brother. Okay, you know, brother man. I appreciate you. I appreciate no you, doubt. brother, so much, so much. Thank you, no brother. Doubt. And also, you I need too. you. I need to talk. Yeah, I need to talk to you about the IT issue before you put any other information out there again. I I need to speak with you, if I may. Say it again, brother. All right, brother. Say it like, again. I'm sorry. On the IT on the, on on the IT app situation. Yeah, I need I need to speak I need to speak with you so that that way we can give the family an update on the app situation about creating an app. Okay. Okay. No doubt. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. I have. Okay, I have some powerful information for them, but I need to speak with you first. All right. All right, brother. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, brother. All, all right. right. Get a blue pill. 
Get a blue pill, my peace. All right. Peace to the family. All right. Peace, peace. Peace. All right. Let me go to Blue's line and see if he's with us. Blue, you with us? You able to talk? God damn, bro. Like, you what? got a co-host for tonight's episode, or it's just, it's just a red pill special? What happened? Nah, what happened? I applaud you for the dissemination of information and, and, you know, the fluidity and and the different angles that you touch. But didn't you have a co-host with you tonight? Yeah, KT. And where's that man at? He he was only able to ride with me for a minute. Then he had to do some stuff with the wife. With the wife, yeah. My flight, so I was my just flight touching got on some stuff. Really? My flight got canceled. Yeah, so I'm sitting. I'm stuck in Philly. I'm about to um. Philly, Philly. Terminal A. What is it? <laughs> yeah. So we're trying to work out these uh, vouchers and what have you. See where I can reside. You know what I'm saying? My vessel <laughs> for the next few hours. <laughs> So funny. No, I was just thinking. I've been in the airport since seven in the morning. What's so funny? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, really. What's going on? <laughs> huh? Ain't nothing. They got man. It's CNN all good. on twenty four hours, man. I already My know. Nerves are shot, man. I know your nerves are shot watching that. Damn hyenas. Yeah, but you 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 made some very key poignant points. Um, I just you know it it alarms me to see my people so easily strummed you know emotionally by situations that they don't have control over you know purely reactionary you know what I'm saying just reacting to the whim of whatever wind blows their way. You know what I'm saying? It really speaks to the fact that, you know, Negroes are just not about it. You know, and, and it's not your place, but, you know, I also identified that, you know, the baby's too soft for, 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 for anything that's going to be, like, by way of a firm response. So I really hope that they don't really jump out there and just frivolous and just end up getting washed up, you know what I'm saying, series out of fear or not playing with them, you know what I'm saying, they're not playing with them, they're going to confuse them with somebody else and they're going to carry it out like that, they're going to confuse them with somebody that's really about something or their ancestors that used to put in work and that's how they're going to deal with them from that place when all along they was just playing, you know what I'm saying, or they was just mm-hmm. crying out revolution or they was just being you know what I'm saying, frustrated, angry, and mad for having, you know, an anger burst like Kanye. You feel me? Like, but, no, because I'm saying these are the places and the templates in which they understand angst or they understand, you know, how to revolt or revolution. Like, when's the last real thing that they saw? You know, Anderson Cooper has demasculated the new Black Panther Party. Like, <laughs> They, the, you got to understand the hitmen that they utilize to body people, and then the next day 
you see him in U.S. Weekly with their boyfriend. So, mm-hmm. this shit is crazy, B. You feel me? Like, the, 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 the political hitmen and, and the talking pundits, you know what I'm saying, the people that they really use to diffuse situations, you know, and they bend over prominent black men. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they totally got them touching their toes at this point. So, you know, these people that our children might even look up to for leadership, like the rappers, you know, I'm sorry. Like Jigga Man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. And other people in that particular sphere, you know, whether they are directly involved with those particular things or not, just the energy that it represents and the fraternity that they move with, you know, those things are not bent on or, or, or established for any sort of response that would be firm, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not built in that particular structure. So I would be interested and uninterested at the same time to actually see what somebody's response is because you can't continue to get mad all the time or angry and frustrated and have no outlet. You can't continue to say that you're the ancestors of the Kemites and in, 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 in Kemet, in real Egypt, they're popping off because that means that you're channeling your energy over there. Okay, the streets of Giza is on fire. They turned up. I don't know whether it's black ops or not, you know, because I heard you mention something. I do know that the youth that are there, yeah. they turned that shit on his head uh, two years ago, turned the shit on his head now. I know that it's popping off in Syria. I know it's popping off for Turkey. I know it's popping off for Brazil. I know it's popping off for many European countries. You know what I'm saying? And the youth yeah. of those countries, whether they're metrosexual during the daytime, when it comes nighttime, and it, you know they got a ride for theirs, they ride it. They ride it. Yeah, they ride it. They ride it. Yes, Just like out here, you know, you go to Harlem on a weekend at night. They ride it for something. They banging on each other, you know what I'm saying? But they riding, yet yeah, still, you feel me? They might be metrosexual in the daytime on 125th, but at nighttime, when they band together, they be out there riding, you know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate who and what they riding for, but nonetheless, they cutting their teeth. So, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, you know what I'm saying? I just really... Want people not to forget the fact that Trayvon Martin, you know, was 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 a youth, you know what I'm saying? Was a young child who um, ingested a lot of the things that we feed our children as a society. You know, he was the product of those particular things. He also was the son of, of what appears to be a loving father. His middle name was Benjamin, which denotes, you know, the son of Martin. You know what I'm saying? This is very ritualistic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 you know, especially with them, pretty much like the brother said, you know, with the whole civil right aspect, pulling the rug from underneath that. You know what I'm saying? And, and taking those things away from Negro blacks and colors at this particular time. To no protest, mind you. You feel me? They turn around and they celebrate it a day later or that weekend with the Pride Festival. There was more melanated folk out there than normal for what I heard. So, 
you know, it's, 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 this thing is going somewhere else, man. And you'll never really see revolution or revolting that you were used to seeing in this particular country anymore because they bred that out of the people, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they totally bred that out of the people. Yes, you know? sir. Can we go to some very calls? Quick, let me, yes, we can. Let me make an announcement very quickly. June, July 27th, okay, July 27th in Los Angeles, Brother Polite and Nityama will be in the building at 5453 Satsuma. That's between Vineland and Burbank in North Hollywood. All right. Brother Polite is going to be bringing real estate information. Of course, Brother Nityama is going to bring this sexual information, sexual energy information, how to make women have 1,000-plus orgasms, you know what I'm saying, without actually penetrating them. All right. That is a, a, a very key and vital science, and it's a very, it's very, it has to be spoken about in L.A. on that particular grid, all right, where sexuality and that sexual energy is being repositioned for all sorts of magic. So, family, that's going down on the 27th, 3 p.m. at 5453 Satsuma, S-A-T-S-U-M-A, all right, it's called the Tabernacle at Satsuma, it's a remodeled church that, um, you know, we're definitely working with some of the family over there that own that property. It's between Vineland and Burbank, like I said, over in the North Hollywood area. Any more information, you can hit us up. Hit me up, 347-504-1444. Uh, misplaced my phone last yesterday, you know, so I had to get a new phone. I don't have a lot of people's numbers and this phone, they sent some of my contacts over, but not all of them. Yeah, this retrograde is serious. You know, we have to have a retrograde episode and get into that at length. I do also, I believe uh, Rashid and Siddiqui got something in L.A. this weekend on Sunday at the Karachi. Oh, yeah? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I saw the postings for it. Like maybe last month, I haven't heard too much about it, but I, I, I am kind of certain that it, they're still doing it. If the brother's on the line, if he could press one or something, somebody else can confirm and verify that. I do believe that that's going down as well this weekend in L.A. for any of the West Coast family. So yeah, I'll be back on the right. tomorrow out west. Shout out to the West Coast family. We're gonna get totally, totally turked up. You know, Sammy. All right. And with that being yeah. said, yeah. Please go to the All line, right. go to these callers. So the next call is from the seven five seven three four eight. Caller from the seven five seven. Peace. Peace, 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 brothers. How y'all doing? All is well. How are you? I'm maintaining, brothers. Um, I'm calling. Indeed. Talk, I, would, I would like to um say that you know just listening to y'all brothers build and add on about these subject matters. You know, it helps to open up my third eye that much more about what I see on a oh, daily basis. Thank you. You know, and um, I, I just wanted to, while I was sitting here listening to y'all's show tonight, it's funny. I'm sitting here, and I have the television on at the same time for, because, you know, my daughter's nurses watch, watch television. And I'm usually reading mm-hmm. or something like that, talking on the phone or whatever. And so while y'all going through this, they had the episode of Law and Order that came on where it was uh, the white dude was running around killing black kids. That's just what he was doing. Mm. He was running around killing black kids. 
and and uh, wow. Ice T character, Ice Ice T character was like, oh, we got to catch the person that did this. We got to catch the person that did this. But due to knowledge of this, this is what happened. The dude got acquitted. The dude mm-hmm. who was doing it got acquitted. So he had a, a good lawyer that came in and was like, yo, this is our society we live in. Which basically, when you do the knowledge to what to what to what is, is going on with the stand your ground thing. And they said, well, this is society we live in. We have to have a law to stand your ground because, of, like you said, the niggas. Exactly. And, well, it's just like the movie Purge. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then another thing I noticed, too, and this happened about, about five or six years ago, I forget what it was. I was saying to myself, I want to see the movie High Learning. I haven't seen High Learning in a long time. And then, like, uh-huh, two or three days later, like two or three days later, it ended up coming on Showtime. The next day is when the shooting went down at Virginia Tech University where the guy killed 30 wow. people. And it's like wow. everything is happening and everything is going. And that's my word. I, I, I didn't put it together until like a day or two later. Like, no matter if I put it together as soon as I saw the news next morning, I'm like, well, I'm watching higher learning and they're talking about shooting at school higher learning. And then the next day, this is what goes down. And I'm like, you know, it gets me to thinking about the false flag ops and the things they do and the things they do to create hysteria amongst the people. You know, mm-hmm. I sit up on Facebook all the time and try and tap into the pulse of the people and see what they're dealing with. And I see all the stuff they're talking about. Everybody, whenever uh, Housewives is on, that's what everybody's talking about, Housewives. <laughs> whatever, whatever, uh, whatever it is. Love and hip-hop. Yeah, DVJ. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, I'm sitting there, and then I tell them, I say, well, if you don't believe me, if you if I tell you that y'all being controlled by the television, you're telling me, oh, you're lying, it's not happening, or whatever, I'll tell you what you do. Go to World Star Hip Hop and watch some of the videos of the Moors sitting there fighting each other the way they do. And you tell me you're not acting the exact same way as the people on the reality television shows. Yep. It's, it's, it's yep. so different. It's, it's so programming, it's social engineering. That and, they've and, been and, engineered. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is, you know, they talk about America, freedom of choice, freedom of choice. You have freedom of choice if you realize you have freedom of choice. The only way where you realize you have freedom of choice. And by having knowledge of yourself and understand that the things that you see, the images that are given to you, are not the norms and the mores that you should follow after and live by. Exactly. You know there you go. We, we need to live those by are not, Those things. are not by choice. It's, it's not by choice. It's not by choice. And, uh, you know, that's, that's basically all I had to say. You know, I want to call and build with y'all brothers. You know, I would love to build with y'all face-to-face, but, hey, if I can't build with y'all face-to-face, I guess it would be the next best thing. <laughs> what town you in? Uh, I live in Norfolk. Oh, VA. Yeah, Shout VA. out to Norfolk. Yeah, yeah I mean, man. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to somebody about doing something in DC, so uh, you never know. Like, you know, we we you know that 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 area right there would definitely that whole DMV area. We we supposed to be um, doing some stuff either early fall or late summer in those areas. I, I do want to come down there. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, we'll, I don't we'll talk about remember. it on the show. Yeah, I don't know if y'all remember. Maybe about two, three months ago, I called in and I was telling y'all about my sick child that has a home. And uh, you know, brother Phil. Yeah, here, how's that going? Said, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, she just got out the hospital again. You know, she, you know, she's sick. You know, um, I mean, I don't know how to put it. You know, it is what it is. You know, I, I've okay. been trying to come to an understanding of what's going on, why it had to happen the way it happened. You know, um, I guess, you know, I was telling somebody the other day, 
she's here to teach me a lesson more so than me teach her a lesson. And I'm starting to understand that I really need her more than she needs me because she's teaching me a valuable lesson about life and not taking things for granted, you know, not, take, not taking simple things like we could do like swallow, you know what I'm saying? Like if you got um, mucus caught in your throat, you can spit it out. You know, things that, like that to her are life threats. you know. And, you know, me, I used to want to smoke cigarettes. You know, I used to drink a whole lot and do all this all other stuff. And it got me to take a stuff and put it in perspective and saying, well, you know, I shouldn't be doing these things because I'm taking the things that I was given out purposely, and I'm, I'm hindering myself to a point where I could be like her and she's struggling every day. You see? So, you know, she taught me a valuable lesson, you know, and, and I, I'm just, it's, I've been humbled because I wasn't really what you would call a humble person before this situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm good with it. I'm okay. I'm okay. Indeed. Yeah, but th- th- thanks a lot, brothers, for having me. Let me add on. And I appreciate y'all, y'all brothers. I was like to say peace, hotel, Islam, shalom, <laughs> the whole African okay. music thing. <laughs> no doubt, brother. Hotel. Peace. All right. We're going to go to another caller from the 757 real quick. 757. Six five two peace. Peace, Islam, peace Islam, the, Islam, peace. Islam, how are you? Speaking to uh, Empress Kasiba Bay. Oh, greetings, uh, Hotep. Yeah, greetings. Islam. Yes, yeah. I, I was uh, vibing in the, the, what you were talking about about uh, the different things about the um, both of the Trayvon. fathers. You said both on, yeah, both on was Mason. Yes, see, yes, indeed. One thing we got to recognize, Masons, the uh, judges, the DAs, the law, the security, all of them is, is in the same same uh, organization. They're the same people. Of course. They all roll with the same law. Mm-hmm. You can have a Mason go to court. He can do a sign and walk right out the door and don't even have a trial. Yep. And see, they're all the same. And how do you think that one Mason from the other, the powerful Mason is the Mason, is not the black Mason? <laughs> mm-hmm. But we I mean, all that, know that. who the we already we already know who the the high authority masons are. It's the white masons. The black masons is not the high authority because the white masons don't even mingle with the black masons. Not from what I heard. They will kill a black mason quick. Then you blinking your eye. That's how quick they were killed. There, I heard it from one of them mouth. That's why I know what I'm talking about. I heard the white mason say he they don't have nothing to do with the black mason. That they will kill them in one minute. Mm. I heard him say it. They were at the ball doing a presentation. If you know Virginia. Everything happened here in Virginia Beach in, in Virginia. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. 
So they they don't deal with no the black masons are just off to themselves because the white masons are more powerful than they ever be. Hmm. Well, it's, it's it's starting to show itself because I know in a situation such as the Trayvon Martin case that a white mason would not have his son as a John Doe for three days while he's filing him as being a missing person. Like, that just wouldn't happen with a white mason. And a white mason wouldn't have to wait 44 days for the person who killed his son to be convicted, even indicted on that murder. So we're dealing with some, you know, I guess the the great divine is teaching you, is showing you, you know, with the real power, with a, you know, the lack of power, therefore. The real power um, is, that's right. And he, he's not, the, even the, the high up white mason is not going to have his son be in no prison walls. No, he's not. You that's, know he's gonna walk just like he's gonna walk out of the courtroom like a ghost, but it ain't nothing nobody can do about it because that's that's a high up mason than a black mason. A black mason is just like something that you can step on when mm-hmm. it comes to a white mason. A black mason well, like you. an ant, you can step on it and kill it. That's how the white people think the black masons is. Mm. Talk about it. Well, I'm glad you called in, sister. Tell the family your name again, please. It's Empress Kashiba Bay. Islam. Thank you. Islam. 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 Peace. Peace. All right. Let's go to the 646-474. Hold on, family. Um, Can you call in, uh, family, if you want to join us after the 12 o'clock hour? Three four seven six three seven twenty one thirty five. Three four seven six three seven twenty one thirty five. You gotta call in um within the next two to three minutes. Call us from the six four six four seven four. Peace. Peace, peace, Red, what's up? What's good? Not much, this is uh Black Uhuru from the uh, chat. Black Uhuru, what's good with you? Yeah. Not much, man. Not much, man. I just uh, want to hit him something that you hit on earlier, the uh, with the KKK and um lynching and bombing those uh, you know, those community members. There was a yeah. case in Florida about this uh, this dude. His name was uh, Harry Moore. He was um okay. he was working on this case where there was uh, four black guys. They were accused of raping um a white woman in Groveland, Florida. Yes. So um so the um. They had a mob actually, and the mob went burning down black buildings because the sheriff wouldn't turn over the uh, the suspects or whatever. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. they the the sheriff allegedly put the dudes in hiding, and then when they were transporting them, he the sheriff said two of the dudes attacked them, and he killed he shot them. So one of them survived and said, you know, the dude um, the the sheriff shot him in cold blood. And so the dude Moore, he was um he started a, a chapter of the NAACP down there, and he um he started working on the case to see what happened, and then he ended up they put a bomb under his house and they blew him up. So then he ended up driving to the hospital and he ended up dying in Sanford, Florida, and his uh, wife also died there nine days later because she was injured too in uh, Sanford, Florida. Wow. 
Yeah, so he was uh, more called like the first martyr of the civil rights movement or whatever. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy right there. Yeah, man. I got to do some research on that right there. That That's interesting. I'm about to put the link up in the, uh, the chat. Okay. His name yeah. was uh, Harry, Harry Moore. Moore. Harry Moore. Huh? Look at that. Hold on. Yeah. I put the link up in the chat right now. Appreciate that. Yeah, I saw your brother at the uh, festival on uh, Sunday. I got some oh, of that uh, moss. Yeah. Oh, you got some of that sea moss, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there's no turning back moss. after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no turning back after the sea moss. But I thank you for yeah, your man. call, though. We got we got hands that have shot up, so I'm going to go ahead to these callers. But um, salute right, for brother, that information, you, you know, brother. No doubt. Peace. No doubt, man. No doubt. All right. All right, we have a caller from the 323-359. Peace, and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Peace, all is well. How are you? Uh, I'm finding yourself, man. This is Tom calling from Nevada. Um, oh, I, I, Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Um, tra- Transplant from L.A. But uh, I just had a question for yourself and uh, any any callers that might want to call in. Um, I listen to the show on the regular, you know what I mean, and seeing all these uh, all these ritualistic killings or just slaughtering of our, our people and whatnot. I don't really see in our lifetime, in my lifetime, you know what I mean. I remember my thirties that we will ever yeah. actually stand stand up and um, you know fight back the way we did back in the days, you know, when we had the Panthers. Well, How we actually went to war to protect our people. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see that. I don't see well, it coming. Yeah. Ahead. I don't mean to cut your wisdom. One of the problems that we have and one of the main issues or one of, one of the main obstacles that we have in our community is we've been false flagging, okay, over the years. There's been um, people who have claimed to, you know, there's, there was a usurping of the quote-unquote gangsters, People who have claimed that uh, that that that's an honorable title, you know, what I'm saying to people who are up willing to who are willing to uphold it. Now, if this was an Italian community, or if this was an Irish community, or if this was even a Jewish community, that you know, of uh, I was saying the 30s or the 40s or the 50s, like the men of that community and the women of that community. They would be emotionally invested in the story, or they would be emotionally invested in the case. But even if they, even if Zimmerman walked, they would, their hearts would not break because they knew that the men of that community, the underworld of that community, really existed to protect and uphold that community and get their hands dirty for that community when it calls for. It is. It's not something that always happened. But when it was called for, they would step up and they would do what, with, with, with quote unquote, you know, they would have, they would do what they had to do. So, because freedom fighters and martyrs and people who stood for something have been usurped by people who necessarily don't stand for nothing, they die for anything. There's, yeah. a, there's a problem that we have in our hoods right now that the quote unquote 
frontline soldiers or the, the, the streets are not really the streets, bro. They've been cloned. They've been cloned. They've been cloned. Yeah, they're not they're not yeah. up I always tell people, yeah, name me one rapper, right? Because I went through the system a few times in my in my in my years and whatnot. I, I'm familiar with what goes on behind the wall, and you know I know about the 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 the, the um the wars that take place behind the walls between the Aryan nation. You know what I'm saying? The the white power groups and wall and whatnot. The white supremacists. You know, even with the with the um, the Mexicans versus the black people and whatnot. You know what I mean? And, and I'm familiar with, you know, the fact that there's a lot of tension between, you know, the prison guards and the quote-unquote prisoners. You have a lot of racist prison guards that will, like, tell you to your face, like, like we'll kill you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, leaving you here or burying your ass in the back of the jail is nothing. But name one rapper who's ever come home from the pokey or come out of the system and has ever talked about that, like, Name one rapper who's ever made a rap song, uh, an aggressive rap song against neo-Nazis. Like, give me a rapper who's ever made a drive-by song about fucking Ku Klux Klan or, or like, you know, uh, white militias and whatnot. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they're not even built for that right now. They're not even built for a conflict because it's not even in their hearts. Like, they don't even acknowledge shit like that. That's why... The whole Zimmerman shit was such a like I said. There's freedom fighters and and there's people around the world laughing at niggas right now, like completely yeah, laughing definitely. at us, like balling out. You know what I mean? Like they're like, yo, I think you niggas is sweet. I think there's something sweet about you because at the end of the day, according to your music and according to your culture and just according to the way that you carry yourself. You know, there's nobody that you're supposed to be afraid of. There's nobody that's supposed to be trumping you. But when it comes to this George Zimmerman coward, you niggas is running around waiting for an all-white woman jury to decide his faith. You know what I mean? Like, you're waiting for justice to come from these other people when you take out justice on each other every single day. Yes, he shouldn't even really be breathing. But uh, my, my whole point was, I don't really see that happening, especially with the next generation. Even if the consciousness is, is raised, you know, amongst our people, where you know it spreads, and we get out of this mm-hmm. dragger, you know, mentality. But as far as you know, raising our consciousness, if we're not going really to fight for one another, then it ain't. We're gonna be in the same situation, you know, centuries from now. You know what I mean? Still worrying about brutality. Mm-hmm. So they still killing us, you know what I'm saying? We still marching and protesting. You know what I mean? The generations they get they get weaker as every generation goes. We used to be stronger back in the you know sixties and seventies in the times yes. where we fight for it. But now nowadays it's so it's so much social media and intermingling with the you know different cultures and whatnot that it, it's just watered down. And I just see it keep getting further watered down as you know as time goes on. You know what I mean? I wonder how it's gonna be twenty, thirty years from now. Nobody's mm-hmm. gonna be willing to bust a break with a mallet, you know what I mean? That's just what yeah. I said. And I'm, so if you actually, you know, from your heart, if you if you feel it different, or you or any, any other college or anybody else, I mean, uh, I'm trying to be optimistic I would about say, the situation, but I mean, it's hard. Yeah, I would love to see, I would I would say, love to see it happen today. Because yeah. I'm on front line, but you just be a fool out there, and you just be a uh, another another dead person in the morgue. 
trying to stand up for your people while your people ain't going to do nothing. But, you know, they're not going to rise to do nothing. They're going to stand they on gonna the run on you. And they're going to they gonna go on the little blogs and, you know, wear their little hoodies or, you know, throw up their little fists, but they're not going to actually do nothing. No, nah, they're not. They, you know, they, they're, they're not conditioned to do that, you know. And it's unfortunate, you know, because I don't really want to be in a society or – I really don't want to be in an army where the people have to be provoked or pushed in order to, you know, elicit some kind of, you know, uh, aggression or any kinds of responses. So once I understood that and realized that that's what's going on, I just said, you know what, it's time to focus on, you know, it's a million ways to skin a cat. So it's time to focus on something else. So... What I walked away from this whole situation realizing is we have the it, it it's all about it's about us right now. It's about you know we have to deal with those of us who do get it, those of us who will bust a grape, those of us who will you know who will go all out, those of us who will protect our families and our loved ones by any means necessary because those of us that are that do exist we you know we don't have a problem identifying ourselves well some of us do but there's a contingency of us that don't have a problem identifying ourselves and those are the ones that I would surround myself with at this point now it's not it's too few i mean to you know what i mean compared to the to the total to the masses to the masses, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't I, I say that. I wouldn't say that, and I wouldn't say that the few are not a, are not influencing the many. That's one thing that I would say that the few are influencing the many, and in the future, you know, I don't know what what the future holds in terms of the influence that those of us that are on the front line putting in the work and doing the work is going to have on the masses. You feel what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't think as a result of this whole Trayvon thing that the more people are going to go to sleep versus more people are going to wake up. And it kind of reminds you know, me, because I, have, I haven't been watching the CNN news, you know, the news feeds and whatnot, but when you said it was talking about um, preparing for riots and whatnot, that kind of brought to me the whole Rodney King situation and how turned up everybody got when it happened. But if it's yeah. the same thing, if he was to get acquitted and, you know, nothing happened, I don't even think there would be a right in any any state, anywhere. Yeah. It's just my, my I mean, honest I, opinion. I, to, be honest, to be honest, I don't feel like there should be a riot. You know, no, I don't think that it's... Yeah, yeah, that's the situation. I don't think that it's even just... Yeah, I don't even think that that's a justifiable response to a situation such as that to go ahead and, and, and elicit a riot. You know, if there was a problem that, you know, Zimmerman shouldn't even have reached trial if that if there was really yeah. a problem, you know what I mean? Like, there was, yeah, you know, because at the end of the day, he's the one who people want to elicit. They, wanna, they want justice served from him personally. This is not a white or black thing. This is this is not, you know, this guy did this to me that looks like Zim no, this is a this is personal. This is a specific individual that people are saying, you know what? He messed up. But let me tell you this though, brother. And this is all I wanna say. And I don't wanna talk too much about it over blog talk radio, but you know, for those of us 
who who are who are you know we speak that language, so we'll understand what I'm trying to say. Going back to those of us, going back to the argument that I made earlier about the fact that we don't feed our martyrs, we don't feed the spirits of those of us who have been sacrificed. So we can't, you know what I mean, coming out of the ritualistic, sacrificial, spiritual systems, we can't really expect much from our ancestors or those People like, yeah, they got entities waiting for us in the fifth dimension. They they want to come and help us. Like, nobody's going to do nothing for you because you're not doing nothing for yourself right now. But one thing that I do know, in the, in the realm of, sacrifice, of, of sacrifices, if homeboy winds up being acquitted and walking the streets, do you know what kind of power in a sacrifice Zimmerman is? Do you know the person that will go out there and sacrifice him will, be, will, will, will shoot to the top of black America? They would, you know what I mean? Like, they would shoot to the top of awareness of black people. They would, that person or that group or whoever, the, whoever it is that decides that, you know what, I'm going to take this shit into my own hands. That person could potentially, you know what I mean, grab the attention of so many people. And like I said, I'm not on this show advocating any kind of, you know, harmful situations against anybody. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. So it's situations like that where, but then on the flip side of it, he'll be heralded as a hero. They'll have him at NRA meetings and, you know what I mean? They'll rub that motherfucker in our face and all kind of other thing, and he'll be utilized as a catalyst for conflict. Yeah. You understand? There's no win-win in this whole situation because, like I said, it's a ritual to begin with in the first place. There is no win-win at the end of the day because, you know, people, people, unfortunately, people have played into something that they had no idea was being played the way that it's being played. But once you started watching the TV, the trial and the news, and you started seeing all of these people coming out with their already prepared statements, because that shit that they're talking about on TV, that's a script. They got, they, you, they, they're drawing, they're writing all of these um, talking points up as we speak. All of that shit is a script. So I'm like, you know, I know what you mean, though, brother, man. I follow you when you say that you don't know in this lifetime if this generation is going to be the one that you're going to even see with your own three eyes standing up and fighting and, and demanding that they be respected, demanding and taking power. Yeah, it's going and get on off all, of their knees. The right now. Yeah, and get up off of their knees. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I'm waiting. I want to see that my damn self. You know? I want to see that myself, but... You know, like I said, it's about being um, being amongst those that you have um, that you have identified as having your best interest in their hands. You feel what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like I know that the knuckle draggers don't have my best interest personally. The 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 the, the foundation that I'm standing on, I know that they don't have it in their hands. I know that they don't have my best interest in their hands. So I'm not going to find, I'm not going to, you know, commit myself to, you know, spending too much time and energy. And I'm, I'm damn sure not going to put my life in any one of their hands because I know that, you know, I, I know that that's not how it goes. 
but I would feel more comfortable and more at ease and I would feel more of a um, camaraderie amongst my A-likes, brothers and sisters that I know have my best interest in their hands, that they, they want for themselves what I want for myself. You know what I mean? We have a common a commonality, and that's our liberation. You feel me? And our prosperity and, and, and for the right to strive. So, you know, maybe this whole situation will bring those of us closer who have the work to do and tired of doing it on an individual basis and tired of doing it egotistically, you know, on some old, look what I'm doing over here. No, it's not about that. It's about what are we doing as the whole? You know what I'm saying? There's no one person in this community that has all of the answers that's going to be that one. There is no Neo. It's it's the Neo is many. it's, It's a whole bunch of us. And we have to come together under one umbrella to push this thing in one direction. You feel what I'm trying to tell you? You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no one guru type of leader, messiah, complex, you know, reborn Jesus Christ inside of this movement right here. It's about the collective. You know what I'm saying? And the the collective outweighs the individual. That's why it, it doesn't matter about... Personal preferences That each one of these teachers Has against each other Oh I don't like that brother I don't like the way that he teaches Or I don't like what he be saying at his lectures Or I don't like the the way that he dresses All of this shit that doesn't mean anything Like it's, it's frivolous You feel what I'm saying It's a distraction on top of a distraction So the brothers and sisters That are running around Promoting that kind of mentality they have to be, they got to sit down for a minute and figure this thing out and realize that it's not about that. It's about coming together under one umbrella, under a common knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Common Community is common unity. And at this point, you know, the same way that the Trayvon um, Factor show that we did a year ago, we had the same message, and it's going to remain the same tonight. And that's... To take this to take this information, take what it is that we're seeing, you know what I'm saying, and use it to empower our people. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. So, you know. Well, I appreciate that. Hopefully, I answered that question. I, I yeah, yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to go all over the place, but. Uh, uh, I will thank you, and uh, yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate that, everybody. Indeed, brother. Thank you for your call, man. I appreciate you. All right. Let's go to caller from the 215. Caller from the 215-609. Peace. Welcome to New Peace. Peace. Peace How are you, brother? All is well. Peace to you, brother. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Peace to you, too. Thanks, sir. Yeah, yeah, all is well on my end. Um... I don't like the, just the whole this whole thing, and not just this, just you know everything. Just the state of things is for me personally. I'm like mentally exhausted just from every. Like, I don't even watch the news, and I'm mentally exhausted. Like, no I doubt. Get, um, I get my news from Facebook. Like, and I mean, I, I watch. Oh yeah, they turned up on Facebook. Yeah, people in my family, you know, coworkers. Mm-hmm. Whatever in Starbucks, whoever, but you know you hear what's going on. But yeah, 
Yeah, because by doing that, you know, yeah, you you by doing that, you know what the what the um the collective is what's on the collective consciousness. So I like to do that too. I like to, you know, go into like public areas and just find out what's what's piquing the interest of people, what's trending in the real world, not on Twitter, but like what's trending, you know, in at the water cooler. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And and that there you go. And I didn't mention that tonight. I wanted to share the re some of the research that I did pull up on the retrograde to remind the family that there is, you know, coincidentally this case, you know, it didn't start in the retrograde. Um, as far as I as far as my research shows me that the retrograde actually came upon us during the case. Okay. And by being in a retrograde, um, it actually means, well, actually, I'll read what the retrograde is, family. Um, Mercury retrograde, okay, from 626 to 720-2013. Mercury retrograde cycles occur approximately three times a year, three and a half weeks each time. From the point of view of the Earth, it appears that the planet Mercury is going backwards in its orbit. What is physically occurring is that Mercury is slowing down in its elliptical orbit around the Sun, and because the Earth is continuing to spin on its axis, Mercury appears to be going backwards. How it affects us. In astrology, the planet Mercury rules the conscious, logical mind. Okay, the the deliberating mind. <laughs> in astrology, the planet Mercury rules the conscious, logical mind. When the planet Mercury goes backwards, our thinking starts to go backwards into a reflective mode. So one of the main things that people keep bringing up is Rodney King, right? Uh-huh. And if we do the research and find out about the Rodney King trial, we'll realize that that is a retrograde, you know, that was in retro, okay? That um, took place uh, in 1992, okay? That took place in April 1992. If anybody listened to the show, the A.A. Rashid did, talking about the 30-year cycle uh, with Saturn, Okay. Uh-huh. It go yeah, it goes back to what we've been saying that we're going back into the twenty year cycle and we're also going into the thirty year cycle. And how do I know that? You can see the reflection of that inside of the hip hop. You can see it inside of fashion. Niggas is wearing spikes. You know what I mean? They wearing um they wearing all of the stuff that they was wearing in the nineties, they wearing the polo, they wearing Versace's back, Versace's coming back real big. Um, the gold is back. Versace, Versace. The gold is back. You know what I'm saying? The Versace is back. The polo is back. All of the styles. The Ewings niggas wearing Pat Ewings. The Jordans is back. The Retros is back. Um, the Golden Age of hip hop. The 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 way that they rap is 90ish. That's back. Uh, ASAP and all of them copying the Bones and Thugs. Uh, with with Joey Badass and all of them rhyming like the 90s and all of that. So. That whole cycle is here, it's in, in, and we are in Saturn return right now. So we are in, you know what I mean, Saturn is in Scorpio as we speak, okay? So all of that death, all of that destruction, 
you know what I mean, all of that um, chaos that they are trying to, um, you know, create. This is the opportune time to do that. So during the time of this phenomenon, we all experience certain psychological effects in common, inattention, confusion, reversals of decision, and then letting and then getting back on the right track again. We experience unexpected, emotionally charged miscommunications with others and the necessity of repeating actions more than once to get them right. If you are unaware of this cycle, it can be frustrating. If you are aware of what's going on in your atmosphere, you can greet the inevitable glitches with a sense of humor, smile at adversity. Oftentimes, things you do under Mercury retrograde have to be repeated. If you have your car repaired, you may have to take it back to get the job done properly. Because your thinking is not in its usual bent, creative ideas that occur to you under this cycle will often not seem viable when Mercury goes into direct motion. I write my best stuff in Mercury retrograde. <laughs> well, I'm no, Mercury I do. is my own planet, so, you know, I do. So the do's and don'ts of the Mercury retrograde, don't sign contracts, begin something new, make firm decisions for your future based on what you see during the Mercury retrograde, go to the dentist, doctor, or car repair service, unless it's unavoidable, take yourself or others too seriously, make new relationship decisions, try to force others into making decisions. Do take more quiet time to yourself, slow down, you probably feel a bit nuddled, Take a break from outer accomplishment. This cycle offers the opportunity to know yourself more deeply. It's a great time to write in a journal for prayer, meditation, and reflection. Discover your own inner world, what's true for you, what's important to you, what you actually think. When a cycle passes, you will feel rested and ready for fresh activity to go forward with projects in this world. You will have gained a greater awareness of what's really important to you, where you want to invest your creative life energy. So it just so happens that Ramadan falls under the same time of the retrograde, and it speaks about the same thing, okay? So I've even been wrestling with the fact that I wanted to carry out the whole Ramadan this year because my only thing was I carried out Ramadan before it was Ramadan. You know what I'm saying? Earlier in the summertime, I was on my Ramadan, but it wasn't even Ramadan. But as I read this whole thing about the retrograde, I think that um, I'm, I may be convinced that it's time to do that Ramadan this year. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, you know, with this retrograde, you know what I'm saying, like, the, the, that's why people are arguing right now at their jobs and at the water cooler, you know what I mean? You know, that that's the talk in the barbershops. Everybody's bumping heads about the whole Trayvon thing and all of that stuff, and the pundits are on the, on the, on the CNN and on the TV 24 hours, seven days a week. You know what I mean? And and, and, and what black people is getting washed up trying to go on the shows and, and speak for Trayvon's rights, and they get washed up. It's funny. But we're in the retrograde. Okay? Well, they, what the they retrograde. don't say is that um, the, the intuition is increased. That don't mean you're going to be right, but you can still feel it. And, like, you know, where I am, tensions is, is think a lot of places where I, I happen to be a lot of times. Um, I've seen two cars yesterday. Wow, back-to-back. Back. Early in the morning. 
No, early in the morning, on my way into the gig, um, raining, people being idiots on the road, jumping in and out of lanes, causing accidents. Then on my way home from the gig, a budget truck was sitting on top of my car, so it was, yeah. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, what you and the last caller was building on, as far as, you know, people not rising up and all of that, you know, it, it needs to be some level of organization, at least at the roots, and, you know, brush upward like a tree. But yeah. if, if anybody listens to Aunt Pooh on a Lean Bay show last night, or, or Wednesday night, okay. he did a whole he was going breakdown. In? He went in, like, all the way in. Came back out and went in again, like, him and uh, Minister Jew. Well, he broke it all down, like, the different levels of government. You know, I don't want to, you know, mess up what he said, but basically, you know, the more dealing with the law, you know, executive, legislative, legislative and judicial branches, you know, you got the military brothers that carry out the law, if, you know, things will go right, and mm-hmm. the priesthood, like, he just, the way he broke it down, like, and mm-hmm. I heard other people break it down, but it's just me, so, you know, he he's fiery, so, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just put it out there. He went ham, and okay, I, I, that. I, I yeah, I totally agree with him. And and my starting five is I'm cool, brother polite, Rahu, Doctor Umar, and Coach Tyre. Mm. And and everybody else, whatever their lane is, just contribute. But if that mm-hmm. thing gets together. I'm sorry, like no disrespect to anybody else, because you know it's a place for everybody. But from from my lens, right now, my point of view, that's that's my start. Problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you know that's that's my piece on that because the whole thing just got me exhausted. And I, like I said, I don't watch the news. No, I, I feel you. I feel you, brother. I feel you, and I I I, I, I um. I was feeling that way earlier this week, you know, and I was going to completely just turn my back, you know what I mean, because I was getting frustrated about what I was hearing, just the glimpses of, you know, certain kind of news reports. I'm in the gym, and, you know, I'm watching everybody's glued to the TV, you know what I mean? they just listening to the talking heads just completely spin and, 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 and you know, just basically um just spin these people like spilling propaganda all over all over them like you know what i mean they drenched in propaganda so as i started to channel and just go within and start pulling information then it just it, it was the reverse it began to invigorate me you know what i mean because i'm like yo i need to get this brother's story i need to get this information out there you know what i mean like it's certain little things that you're not going to hear in a trial that needs to be spoke about. Mm-hmm. Like, like how, how does the body go missing for three days? You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is this is. I just read Stanford has a population of, I think what did I say, fifty thousand or five hundred thousand? Let me let me double check. Like this is not a big place. Right. And the brothers at Mason. Like you a mason, you a black mason. You can't find your son. How about it? You know, I'm I'm not gonna 
comment on anything because, you know, like I said, it is retrograde, so I don't want my views to get, you know, come out. Yeah, the city has a population of 53,000 people, 53,000. And I hope that my message, you know, and, 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 you know, even in this retrograde with me attempting to articulate my point and get as much information out as I as I could. I hope that it did come across, you know, um, as clear as possible for the family that just wanted some more information to add on to what they already know. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm not I'm just adding on. Like I'm not telling you nothing that you probably have not already heard or things of that nature. But there's so many different pieces because, like we said earlier. This is the Trayvon Martin factor. There are factors to this issue. There's factors to this case. It's going to have uh, reverb and effect in the in 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 the days or the years or the you know the 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 time to come. So yes, sir. It is what it is. Yes, I want to go to a few more callers. Give them their their just due before we uh, sign out for the night. But uh, I want to thank you. Got any balls? <laughs> I mean, you know what? I do, but I want I want people to since this is such a buzzing topic. I rather you bring the callers in. If there's time, you know, just you know, bring me back in. Uh, cool. Just put your phone on mute. I'm open, and you know, jump in when you fit, when you deem um, fit. Gotcha. All right. So, Peace. caller from the three five two triple seven. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Yeah. Yeah, but I was I was listening to the show and you was talking about um the whole G thing, you know, with the games and and All Star games in Orlando and the Magic and all that. Yes. And uh, I wonder if you could just go in a little more on how they use that against us, because you know it's one thing to know something going on, but it's another thing to be able to articulate it. And I, and that's okay. All right. Well, I was saying basically the atmosphere for rituals to even take place, right, or for rituals to even have a sort of spark or power, right, you would want to go somewhere that's basically charged up by melanin people, right, you would you would you would want to do a ritual this sexual this this in an area that's actually sexually charged up with sexual energy, because sexual energy is the most powerful is the most powerful energy on this planet, because sexual energy is the energy that exists on this planet that's responsible for creation right both um, life and death. I'm a Scorpio, so it's a Scorpion kind of energy right. Because sexual energy is the same way that you could um, copulate with your wife and create a newborn child. It's the same kind of energy that you could create an idea. Same kind of energy. That's why they say in tantric sex and other in other um, forms of um, you know uh, passion and whatnot. You're supposed to visualize what it is that you want in your third eye and your mind's eye. In the act of sex, you're supposed to visualize, you know, um, uh, cashing a check for about a million dollars or 
basically that house that you want made out of uh, marble and things of that nature, you and your mate, if you visualize that at the same time, chances are you can create that by the use of sexual magic. Now, we know at all All-Star games there's a high level of sexual magic, even at the Super Bowl, like the same way at um, Memorial Day weekends and things like that, because our sisters come out, and you know how they look, and you know what they're listening, and you know at the All-Star game, niggas is hunting, right? Right. Right. The, the the grit, you know, it's electrified with that kind of energy. It's all in the air. You could cut it with a knife. You know what I mean? That right. that sexual energy is so the atmosphere is charged. You feel what I'm saying? The atmosphere yeah. is charged up. The energy is up. So for those who want to tap into a sex ritual, so let's say that I'm a Satanist, or let's say that I'm somebody that's, you know, I'm a I'm, I'm trying to summon these deities to do my bidding and whatnot. I will go into an environment like that that's sexually charged up energetically charged up because, like I said, we're talking about the super Herus of this epoch. We're talking about the Hercules, the Herus, the Olympians of this epoch, and those are your athletes. Right. Just from the energy right. that they receive from the voters, just from the – this is the all-star game, so everybody gets voted in. So the energy is on these people. The people are receiving all kind of energy. They're admonished as modern-day deities, okay? They're, de they're, they're deific. Even when you study, when you go into the mythos or when you study history, the, Her the Hercules figures of those ages were seen as, like, godlike, but they were just athletes of right. those ages yeah. back in the days. So yeah. with that energy of the melanated godlike, you know what I mean, that, that godlike melanated energy mixed in with that sexual energy, mixed in with the currency, because all kind of money is getting spent at All-Star Gaining, popping bottles, you know what I mean? You might talk about $5 million getting spent at all of the clubs just in one night, and you know that's three nights that the jump-offs goes in. So we're not talking about hotels getting booked out. We're not talking about the liquor store. We're not talking about none of that. And mind you, our people, is they, they high. They on liquor, you know what I mean? So it's it's so so that dark energy is also present. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a it's a smorgasbord of energy. If if you know and, and remember, we speaking. I'm speaking to the family tonight about this, but we're talking about people that this what they do. They this what they do. They know how to tap into certain kind of energies, and they know how to tap into you know they know how to they know how to they it's like being an alchemist. You know how to turn base metal into gold. So they know how to conjure up energies during these events and things of that nature, and utilize that power and that energy to serve their purpose. So what I'm right. saying so is, it's not purpose to enhance themselves, right? So Say it again. I said the purpose is to enhance themselves. The purpose is to enhance themselves. So remember, they 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 created the fervor. They created the all the all of the thing about the case in 2012. Built it up. The shit died down. Like it, where did it go? Remember, because you could have wore a Trayvon Martin shirt. And, and, you know, right before the trial started, and nobody would even say anything. Nobody was even paying attention anymore to that. Then when the trial started, they started be, they, they it's almost like they resurrected that shit 
Again, they dug it up out of his grave and built that energy and all of those emotionalisms that people, because the spell was, it was a powerful spell because it was done at a powerful time. You feel what I'm trying to say? Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was the energy that propelled this case so far into the psyches of our people that he was like, damn, why is this shit so important to me? Like, this shit has hit me. It was hitting people so deep within their psyche and their soul that it was like there was a force behind it. What, 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 what could compel it? But now when you realize that the boy was killed right before the tip-off for the All-Star game was at 730, he got, he got pronounced dead at like 720. That whole shit was going down right between 7-11 and 7-30 because the phone records, when you, when you go to the phone records, it's time stamped. I'm not making this up. If you go listen to the phone calls, it's at 7-16, 7-17, 7-19, right before the All-Star game started. So there's a way for them to do rituals like this. This is what they used to do. Yeah, you really and opened it up just my so, eyes. Huh? I said you really opened up my eyes tonight. That yeah, that that's I'm look at the that that like the Boston Marathon. I'm just using a, a an example of how they take events where they're a gathering of a whole bunch of people, and and the people are dealing with sports. They're dealing with energy. They're dealing with all kind of stuff, and they, they, they flip that shit and throw fear in there. They do rituals and throw the fear right in there. They throw their little propaganda in there and their little campaigns, and then it, it gets embedded, and in, 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 in it just it gets embedded in people's psyche. Yeah. So uh, you I, almost have to be you almost have to be you have, you almost have to be aware of that because at that point what they're able to do is they're able to create you know by 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 doing rituals like that and being able to create you know and and getting a leeway into people's hearts and minds they have the power now to control people and that's what it's all about control it's that's nine eleven, brother. That's what Phil Valentine has got on here and talked about, and it's what KT the Art Degree talked about with the fear and everything. It's all about control. One of the main, one of the, one of them, and we we think that this shit's supposed to be. When I say magic, we think that I'm talking about turning people into frogs and all kind of other stuff that that you know, all kind of sorcery. That's really not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about demonic spirits feeding the spirits that these people have been feeding for centuries the spirits the 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 the, the, the deities and the entities that have been they rule them they 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 sit over them they the, they feed these entities and these spirits in order to move forward in their endeavors and their campaigns that's why we like oh how are they so successful like they feed they're deities. They 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 have a they have a, a group of, of of fucking demons and, and 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 you know all kind of shit to do the bidding for them. That's some deep shit, man. Because in cities like Sanford, where they had the Seminole Wars in the 1800s and whatnot, there were all kind of sacrifices that had took place and places all in the deep south with the strange fruit and whatnot, all of these different um, rituals and lynchings that have took place. 
and, and the people who were, were responsible for that shit is alive to this day, unmolested, unprosecuted. You feel what I'm saying? They still carrying on. Like, their children are uh, prosecutors and policemen and, and people of the cloth continuing the tradition of the ritual. That's right. That's right. These these they they these these people they don't have anything going they 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 don't have nothing to even challenge them at this point. Nobody's even challenging them. They they walk around unmolested. Like yeah. nobody's even nobody's even calling them up for that shit. That's true. Well, you know, it's the it's the power that's doing it. So the power can't call up themselves for doing it. They're not going to call up themselves. Mhm. Yeah, they 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 got their feet kicked up, you know. So it goes back into, you know, the work that has to be done inside of our community. You know what I mean with our people, irregardless of what we're identifying right now with with with, with them being culprits and what they've done and what they've able to, you know, and, and, and some of the um, rituals that they do and things of that nature, it still goes back into the point that our people are sleeping at the wheel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We definitely sleep at the wheel. But uh, we're waking up, and it's waking up all over. I'm here in Florida, and I, I, I live 45 minutes from Orlando, and it's in the Orlando area where Sanford is. And yeah. you know it's a lot of it's a lot of Native American or black um, original melanated people here in Florida, and and a lot of us are caught up in Jesus and church and you know and especially in the black neighborhoods, there's churches on every corner, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah, like liquor stores. So so bottom line, you know, with all that going on, I can see the rituals, you know, going on just in our own communities and in our own neighborhoods because uh, oh, for we sure. have, yeah, we got people in our own neighborhoods that look like us that's perpetuating this ritual. Of course. Of course. And it's nothing is nothing is delicated to black and white anymore. You feel me? Right, because they they got right they got white kids right now that will ride out with black kids and 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 you know go rioting if this dude gets found acquitted and whatnot, and they got black dudes that's gonna ride out on other black dudes in the name of you know the law, you know what I'm saying to uphold you know the um the system. So it's not right. a white or black thing. It has nothing to no. do with color. It's about frequency at this point. What's your yeah. frequency? Like how you how you vibrate and be, you know what I mean? Like how what yeah. is your frequency about? Do you do you ride for right? Do you ride for falsehood or are you riding for the truth? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 you know. You know, I, 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 I yeah. said I feel myself during the week, you know, getting drained from watching this uh, Zimmerman case, just you know, from week to week. So uh, today I just I couldn't watch it, you know. That's and, what I'm trying and, to say. Like it's it's the it, the shit is so disgusting with 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 the way that they are manipulating and pushing the propaganda, and um, you know it's almost as if they're casting a spell, and it's making people physically sick. 
because they cannot watch it. Yeah. Their soul is telling them, no, don't give it, don't give them your attention. And I was going to go back to what I said earlier, that the only thing we think that these, these, these rituals are so elaborate, the only thing that they do is get your attention. That's all they need. It's your attention that they need. That's why the spell is the spell is based on the propaganda and all of this stuff. The social engineers, the social scientists, and all of them, the psychologists and all, they come in to figure out how the hell can we get your attention. Because when you watch the documentary with the bleep do they know, and anybody who studies quantum physics and things of that nature, we know that um, existence does not exist only if you don't pay attention to it. We live in a holographic universe where nothing exists if you don't if, if you're not paying attention to it. That's right. They had an experiment with it, with atoms and all of that were under the microscope, and they did not move until the scientist physically put his eyes onto the atoms, and then they begin to um, then they begin to um, vibrate and move and whatnot to show that you know what I mean. This world is a holographic reflection of what's going on within you. This is the matrix. Right. Okay? This is the matrix. Everything is a reflection of what's going on within. So at the end of the day, many of us are elevating ourselves with this consciousness we are breaking the spells. We're changing our perception of not only who we are, but who they are. So they begin to they begin to, to, to they begin to lose their power. They begin to get weak when you begin to stop paying attention to them. Okay. One of the main reasons that they're dominant over our people is because when that strobe light comes on, you're like, oh, I'm scared of the law. You know what I mean? You you give them your power, like you said earlier. You know, um, I'm in the, I'm in the bedroom with my wife. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting it in and all of that. She's laying down, staring at a white Jesus on the wall. Took him out. Oh Jesus, take me there. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's that's called getting their they they're in your mind now. They have your attention. You're giving them attention that you not necessarily should have been giving them. That's why if you don't have a TV, if you don't turn that no TV on, you don't know what the hell is going on in the white world, especially if you don't have a nine-to-five and you don't have to basically be in a workplace with them punching the clock. So if you don't have a TV and you don't have a job and you don't live in an area where they're predominant, you don't know what's going on in the white world. You don't pay them no mind. So they want us to pay them some mind now. They want us to get back into the whole racism thing, that it's a white and black thing and white people don't like us and white people are coming to kill us and the FEMA camps and the drones and Obama's tapping the phones. All of that shit is distractions to make us pay attention to them in 2013 when we're supposed to be paying attention to us. We're supposed to be trying to get this damn land back. We're supposed to be getting our resources back. We're supposed to be talking about building villages and, 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 and living um, communal and things of that nature. We're supposed to be talking about building apps and building websites and all of this stuff. But what happens? We're talking about them. You know what I mean? They get, and, and I'm not talking about just us as, as this small group. I'm speaking about the majority of our people at this point. 
the majority, the, the, the collective consciousness, the, the collective consciousness is getting caught up in a spell to mentally give their power to these Caucasians. Psychic vampirism. Psychic vampirism. Okay. Psychic vampirism. So, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. You know. Can I can I jump in real quick, Rick? Yes, sir. Um, also, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of waterfront property in Florida, period. And, you know, sand is nothing but quartz. And that water is being charged by the sun every day. So, like you said earlier, they definitely call it the Magic City for a reason. And, yeah. I mean, for all, all you anti-Jay-Z people, that's my man. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we listened to the joint with Frank Ocean. By the way, I had a Chinese dude from China listening to that song today. Like, people don't understand that hip-hop is one of our last lasting high sciences that comes from our mind uninfluenced by anything else except for our external world. And people need to realize that you can tap into that energy because getting back to the Florida thing, that song, Oceans, he said, and we know water has memory. He said, you know, this water drowned my family. Hold on. I can intro. I can bring the hook in. Like, no problem, bro. Elephant tusks on the board of a sailing lady Docked on the ivory coast Mercedes in a row Winding down the road I hope my black skin don't dirt this white tuxedo Before the bus got sure And if so Well fuck it Fuck it Because this water drown my family This water makes my blood This water tells my story this water knows it all Go ahead and spill some champagne In the water Go ahead and watch the sun play On the waves of the ocean uh, Dope boy still smelling like cocaine White boat, white road, can he be more cleaner? The oil you spill that BP ain't clean up I'm anti uh, Santa Maria Only Christopher we acknowledge his wallet I don't even like I don't even like Washington in my pocket. What? Only Chris Black Bowie car acknowledges Wallace. What? Hermes Oak Park. Oak Park. Oak Hermes Picking cotton. Come on. My thing is, you know, like you were saying a few minutes ago, like if the hip-hop artists got together and told these young kids, you know, bang, like it's time to tear this shit down, they're going to do that. Like, that's who they're mm-hmm. listening to at this point. That that's that, that Those are the people that get them invigorated. They'll listen to other people, but the people who are influencing, you know what I mean? Like, I remember being a teenager being influenced by rappers. Like, I know that shit yep. really exists. It, it's really true. I remember getting dressed saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, what would Jay-Z wear? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I remember yep. being on the phone with girls, you know, trying to think of something slick to say, and I'm thinking of lines from this from these dudes' songs and whatnot. Uh-huh. So I know 
the influence that the that the artists have on um, impressionable minds. That's the young minds. That's the babies. You feel what I'm trying to tell you? So I know that I know that I know the appeal that they have on these children right now. And the atmosphere in hip hop is militant. Is is turning is 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 leaning into militancy and is damn sure conscious. So you know, the Zimmerman shit. Like I said, man, let them keep hanging themselves. You know what I mean? It, it's it's let them keep hanging themselves. It's our jobs though that's going to be able to step up and say, look, this is what's happening and this is what's going on and this is what we need to do. Straight like that. This is not Al Sharpton talking to you niggas. Like this is this, that era is over with. You know what I mean? Like we need we need some polites to step up. You know what I mean? We need some Umar Johnsons to step up to the plate. We need some Sarasu and Setis to step up. You feel me? We need some Red and Blue, some AAs. Like we need mm-hmm. brothers and sisters with a voice. You understand to steer the youth in a direction that's not going to be the morgue or it's not going to be the city jail. You know what I mean? It's not going to be the stock market because they 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 already got us checkmated. They gonna figure they they you know what I mean? They sitting around playing war games right now. Yep. So that you know that's not the route. You know what I'm saying? That's not the route. So I would not let somebody getting acquitted of a murder send me into the streets to go riot and tear shit down for what? You you at the end of the in the morning, what is that gonna? You know what I mean? Like what the hell is that gonna do? And why would that one incident put you in the streets to do anything when everything else never put you in the streets? You know, some some are prescription for the parents with children over 15 to, you know, you're listening to all of the ratchetness on the radio anyway. You know, five to six hours a day of KTL followed by Watch the Throne and Magna Carta. See, see if they don't start tapping it. Word. Just right re- there, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, you know, give them, give them, give them some Kanye shows part, about right? Christopher Columbus. Why? Why is he saying that he don't rock with Christopher Columbus? Well, you've got shows on KTL that's going to give you a thorough breakdown on who Christopher Columbus was, who King um, King Ferdinand, Queen Isabella, the fall of the Moors in 1492. Like, let's take it there. You feel me? Uh-huh. But this show finna cut off in a minute. I'm going to see if we could go to this next caller real quick. All right. Caller from the four... Hold on. 646-474. Did we open the line already for you, brother? 646-474? All right. No doubt. Peace. All right. Peace, peace, peace. Yeah. All right. We have um, 347-972. Peace. Did we open up your line? 347-972. Okay. All right, eight six zero six eight zero. Peace. Welcome yes. to Know the Ledge. Yes, my question. Um, I saw some on your page, Know the Ledge, talking about um, some Obama signed some Communications Act. Is that what that dis- disabled communication? Is that what was on? I saw on Know the Ledge um, page on Facebook. That's all my question. Um, was it a recent article? Yes, I tried to look at it to, to confirm, but it was gone. And I swear it was on that. I saw it briefly, and I just clicked off the logo. Yeah. Mm, I see. I'm not sure. I'm not.